Hello and welcome to Divisive Issues. The hey, you're back, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, I'm back, guys. I'm well yeah, rested. Yeah, you welcome back to Divisive Issues, the spoiler mill. mill. <laughs> Whatever. Spoiler <laughs> mill. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. So I'm back. I'm well rested, and I'm I'm ready to force you guys to read dumb shit that I like. <laughs> yeah, we're doing flashuary. Yes, because... For any true Valentine's Day, we always have to be with the ones we love. So I'm forcing you guys to do a whole month on The Flash. <laughs> oh, I, th- I thought because of how someone gets murdered in here, that's the good way to celebrate Valentine's Day. Is the... well, too. It could be two <laughs> things. <laughs> well, this is kind of has a romance subplot going on here to an extent. <laughs> Why are we reading this? That's my first okay. question. Like, what? Because like, you had to sit down and read nine issues, and I could just not figure out. <laughs> like what was the point of this was? Okay, so it what seems I want to me like the pivotal the pivotal moments of this character, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, not not kind of. So what I wanted to do for this block is the thing about the Flash that's so interesting is like he's always been just let me let me get through these couple sentences. He's always been really stupid in my opinion. <laughs> where like the, the the thing that I like about the Flash is I feel like more than most comic book characters he's always like it kind of embraced that it's like it's silly that this guy runs really fast and through that he always has more camp than other characters and i wanted to kind of just do a kind of spotlight on his villains because even though like because because a lot of his stories that i love some of them are just like the reason why i mentioned like the campiness is because some of them are just like just like fun silly stories that don't necessarily work for the show like for some reason, multiple flashes have like had to work for the IRS because they owed back taxes. Don't know why that's a recurring thing, but like just like silly things in ways that I feel like Batman or Superman are like afraid sometimes to lean into it. And so I wanted to kind of focus on some of the more like crucial or pivotal flash moments through the use of his villains. And the first one, the one that we're going to talk about today is going to be the only Barry Allen centric episode because I'm a Wally West fan, but I wanted to spotlight the Flash's relationship with his arch rival, the reverse Flash, Professor Zoom. And originally I was going to start this episode with his first appearance, but there's already enough stuff in here and it's because it's a Silver Age issue, it's like, it would be really long to get through. So I jumped ahead to like the mid-70s, and all of these things are going to be written by Carrie Bates, who wrote more than half of Barry Allen's run. And it kind of showcases why I don't think Barry works super well, Mm. because he both tries to... He's always... Like, he was the first Silver Age character, and because of that, a lot of Barry Allen's history is kind of grounded in the Silver Age, that when comics started jumping forward to the Bronze Age and started modernizing a little... Like, we've talked about Bronze Age before, like when Jon Stewart appears as Green Lantern and these kind of things. The Flash had a really, really hard time catching up. So when his stories start to try to get... Yeah, (laughs) yeah. But when his stories start to get a little darker, it's really weird because there's still a bunch of dumb, campy nonsense baked into it. A giant Mm. boomerang plane is coming to (laughs) take the corpse away. That's what what I wanted to say um, about Flash. Uh, I haven't read that much Flash uh, as I should have, but like watching what I've read and from watching the, the show... Flash has a really hard time balancing the dark elements and the campy elements. So sometimes you're like, hey, I'm sitting down for a fun, goofy story, and then it gets unexpectedly dark randomly out of nowhere. 
I, I, I personally think that Barry struggles with that a lot, and I think the smartest thing DC ever did was kill him and let somebody else take over. Oh my god, because, he dies. No. Yes, he, he does die. Remember, he showed, but, didn't he show up in 52 or something? We or? did, yeah, yeah. Didn't we talk about him dying in Infinite Crisis? Because like, he shows up, his corpse shows up. I but I feel like he's crisis. been alive in like Heroes in Crisis, so I just assume that he's alive and he Allen? dies. So it's uh, almost everyone. Everyone just fucking stories alive by now. I'm pretty sure. Uh, Wally okay. gets I, killed in Heroes in Crisis. Yeah. Barry's the one investigating his death. I'm going to talk about this more at the end. But the reason why Barry is such an interesting character is because a lot in like a meta sense is a, a lot of times like Sly and I have talked about on the show about how like legacy characters often divide the fan base where like you'll always have like Barry Allen fans and Wally West fans. And sometimes it hurts sales because when there's, you know, when Barry's the Flash, Wally fans might be mad about it and, and so mm-hmm. on and so forth. And, like, the thing with Barry, un- unlike most comic book deaths, is Barry was dead for, like, over 20 years. And Wally had a full development and grew from a kid to an adult. And, like, like a Dick Grayson-type character that, like, Dick Grayson never went back to being Robin, right? Mm-hmm. More, so, more like, so than uh, most other, like, C characters... Wally was like the Flash for most people. Like, uh, yeah, with, with Kyle Rayner, that was like some butthurt people because of how how it got treated on his departure. But like, no one wanted Wally back except for people who were who were in their fifties, and they ended up writing DC comics, so they put brought Barry back pretty much. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And like, unlike like, oh, like Jean Grey is back. It's been a year or whatever. Like, Wally was was the Flash for so long, and part of the way that that gets complicated is then when they go to do flash adaptations like the show in the 90s or the show nowadays or like the what it was wally in the justice league unlimited cartoon yes right? yes yeah but uh, with that with the exception of that most of the time when same thing like with the marvel movies and everything they always go for the iconic character mm-hmm. which would often like in the 90s cartoon show i mean in the 90s live action show it's barry but because wally was the flesh in the comics it's adapting a lot of wally west stories <laughs> which is just like weird but like they feel like oh we have to do the iconic flash even though barry wasn't the first flash and he wasn't the flash at the time they still like for some reason he's the one that everybody the first picks. flash and was I think the guy with be- that weird hat right yeah. Yes. Yes. Because that's the one everyone grew up with. Everyone grew up with. Uh, people grew up. With, people grew up with uh, uh, Jake Garrick are, are long dead by the time like the modern comics came around. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. But, but, like a lot of people grew up with Barry. And uh, also, uh, speaking of Jessica Lima, even though there's an exception to like Wally and Barry, uh, mm-hmm. uh, using Barry as an iconic character, uh, that was that was a good example of why they wanted Barry back because the the right creators of the Justice League cartoon resented having to use the modern versions of most of the characters. That's why. They used uh, John Stewart instead of Kyle Rayner because they really fucking hated all the new characters, pretty much. So, like, mm-hmm. they pretty much stopped that friction. Uh, I, I think that's part of the reason why DC eventually, in the comics, got rid of all the new characters over time. Yeah. So, I wanted to open this first episode with talking about Barry's relationship with the Reverse Flash, like I said, and we're gonna we're gonna kind of jump around a little bit, and we're gonna cover issues two seventy five to two seventy seven, two eighty one to two eighty three, and three twenty three to three twenty five. And we're going to start with issue 275, where it's a masquerade party is on the cover. And there's just like a bunch of DC characters that are actually just guys in costumes. And it's you are cordially invited to attend the 
last dance and witness the death of blank. There's a thumb covering the cover. It's covered with sleep, by the way, because it shows a guy dressed as, as, as the Golden Sandman, which is like a gas mask guy with a gun. <laughs> yeah. Shooting what looks like Bizarro. So, so covering makes you think Sandman's killing a guy dressed in a bizarre costume. So I wasn't the, more than like, uh, it's like it's not even just subtle. Like uh, Flash is like, I think he's really shooting him. Yeah, yeah. So, which so, this is not so what happens I, I, in the story at all. So I haven't read this story, but I've heard about the story uh, from uh, from like DC history. I did not, I did not expect this being to be the issue that this major event happens because this cover is not hinted towards that at all in my mind. Yes, and and this is a good example of the Flash's awkward like run into the Bronze Age, where it's like the doesn't seem like this is a serious story that matters. Yes. And all of a yeah. sudden it just doesn't get undone and you're like this is weird. But like we've we've referenced this in like Identity Crisis references this as a very serious event. Mm. And it's just it's very it's very weird. So when I picked this when I pitched this first episode, I was like I hope that the boys know that <laughs> I don't think this is like great <laughs> i always suggest stuff just to get some history you guys are always like obviously yeah. this is a size idea of a great comic all yeah yeah <laughs> so like all flash stories it opens really stupidly where the flash is getting mind controlled by a teenage girl and getting he's getting drawn to her meanwhile his wife is getting ready while this creepy ass man is oh staring in the window clive yorkin is his name <laughs> yeah. and this, he looks, he looks uh, like this... the human version of tasmanian devil from yeah <laughs> Yeah, yes. he doesn't. This he looks so cartoonish and dumb. And this entire time, I'm like, how is this guy a villain? He's a man that was like he was experimented on to like get rid of his criminal tendencies with electroshock yes. therapy, and he just yes. kind of broke afterwards, and he just became mentally ill. So he just runs around like looking at people, going like, hey, hey, and yeah. attacks them. But it's like he is. The worst villain, like we've read so far. Like, he has, yeah. has no powers or anything. He's just a crazy he's guy. Just a guy. He's just, he's just a mentally ill man that needs treatment and was unfortunately like electroshocked. Yeah. So this is like I intentionally didn't want to explain anything that was leading up to this issue because it's so funny to me that so Iris Barry Allen's wife and also important to note Barry's like one of the only married superheroes. Like, that was, like, married for, like, a long time. Like, at least in DC. Like, I know Marvel has, like, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Fantastic. And but even then, like even that. then but, Mr. and Mrs. Fantastic was a huge deal at the time because no one got yeah. married until then, pretty much. Yeah. And, like, especially when you look at, like, Silver Age characters, like, you know, like Superman and Lois Lane or Hal Jordan and Carol Ferris. Like, Barry's one of the only ones that had this relationship develop, even in the Silver Age when everything was campy. And they get married and he tells her that he's the Flash. And, like, you know, it's... Even though it's often handled in, like, weird ways, he was still always, like kind of ahead of the curve uh -huh. in overarching plots but not really writing at all <laughs> so i have a question Iris, yes do, do you do you like their relationship ryan uh in retroactive stories yes here iris is not a character okay. that's what i just wanted to say uh this whole story feels like what happened with like spider-man and a lot of married characters later on where the writers really fucking hated having them be married, so they, they basically throw in dumb bullshit to like create like bullshit drama. Yeah, like yeah, it's, and this is a good example because this mentally telepathic girl is, is drawing Barry towards her, and Iris is convinced that Barry's cheating on her with this girl now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So and and it's just so funny because Iris has put these tracking devices into all of Barry's costumes so that she which can is really track him down. She, she knows he's the Flash, which I I like that aspect yeah. of it yeah I agree. yeah 
But so, it's one of those things because they because they have like the relationship is pretty much set like at the end point of what most superheroes. Which I'm sorry, it feels like this whole thing is is just bullshit just to make people keep reading. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. Uh, one fun thing about the relationship is when Barry finally confesses that he's the Flash to Iris, because they'd been married for a little while when he finally tells her, and she says, oh, I knew for a while because you talk in your sleep. I just wanted to wait until you told me because I didn't want to make you uncomfortable, <laughs> which I think is like, that's, I think that's really funny. Not even that she like deduced it. It's that he talked in his sleep. He's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I just think that, I think that's like kind of funny. Well, go I guess more of the silver age goof and sleeping into the monster. Yeah. But yeah. so, so Iris is like really upset and she's like, I think he might be cheating on me. I have to do this tracking device thing. Meanwhile, this guy, Clive Yorkin, is just like drooling out the window, like looking at her. And he sees a picture yeah. of uh, police scientist Barry Allen. And it's later revealed that Barry was one of the scientists who was like in on like lobotomizing this guy, which is like pretty weird. Yeah. So it sounds like, well, clearly anyone that was doing this is in the wrong. You turned him into this man. Yeah. So then, so then Barry finally is is dragged to this teenage girl's house, who's this big fangirl, and she's like, "I've used my powers to finally find out who you were, and or to to get you here so I can find out who you are." And she's like, "You're not like super buff like those other heroes. You're all like s- slim and sinewy, and like I've never oh, I'm so before, attracted by the to way. you, sinewy." Really? Like, like, yeah. yeah that's a for like, in terms of it describes me attractive, like, wow, he's all, <laughs> yeah. he's all sinuous. <laughs> so that sounds yeah, like me out of a horror movie. Like, oh, he's all like. My favorite thing too is like he's not drawn any differently than like most yeah, yeah. heroes' physiques. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's extremely you're different buff. than Superman. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. For, for the Silver Age, yeah, like, like for for like a, I'm used to like the '90s physiques where everyone was masculine, buff, which is yeah. more realistic than that. But like for the Silver Age, it's not that uh, different. So then, what a twist. She is like, finally, I get to see who you are, the man I've been pining for, my love. And she forces him to take his mask off, and she's like, I can't believe it. You're the most boring-looking man in the world. Yeah, she gets so mad, she's like, you know what? Uh, fuck you. I First it was John Travolta, now you. I'm out of here. And she just like, drives yeah. away. And this actually, Carrie Bates uses this kind of plot again later, where Heatwave, one of Flash's villains, knocks him out and looks at his mask, and he's like... I don't know who I was expecting, but I don't recognize who this guy is. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like if you were to pull off like Batman's mask, you'd be like, "Oh, it's Bruce Wayne." But like Barry's just some guy. So he's so yeah. basically Heatwave just has to wait until he runs into Barry Allen on the street, and then he's like, "Shit, I know who you are." Yeah, uh, they did that in Justice League cartoon as well. Uh, Lex Luthor and Flash, it's all yeah. bodies, and he takes off his mask. And now I know who the Flash is. I have no idea who this man is. <laughs> yeah, and I think I think that's really funny. Yeah. So. Iris confronts him in the hotel room and she's like, I can't believe you. And he's like, wait, it's not what it looks like. I, I like how she's able to leave. I know. <laughs> she's, he's, she's able to go out and drive in her car and get into a car accident before the Flash can react. If only the yeah. Flash was super fast and could stop her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she goes and she's just so like manic and upset that she's driving away and like she careens into traffic and she crashes her car, but Flash saves her just in the nick of time. And... Then she's just like, I'm so sorry that I overreacted. And he's like, that's it. Don't worry. I'll tell you the story. And he tells her the story. And she's like, oh, that makes sense. And she's like, look, you look so sad that she thought you were boring looking. You can't be lying. Yeah, that was really funny to me. She's like, your ego is obviously hurt. Because he's like, can you believe it? Ordinary. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's why it's annoying because it, 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 it's, it's like such a non-plot. It ends like nothing. Like, yeah. like, and then mm-hmm. now it goes on to the real plot, which is the masquerade party. Yeah, because yeah. they get home. 
And she's like, oh, look, there's a package from a costume shop. And it's like, oh, right, there's a party we're supposed to go to where people are dressed up as superheroes and villains. One thing that tipped me off, because I actually didn't remember anything about Iris. I just block out (laughs) anything you guys have mentioned. Uh, But when she's like, we should have a baby, or they they both agree at the same time, let's have a baby. I was like, oh, no, you can't have a family. Yeah, no, no. It's a, it's don't have one, a family <laughs> it's like a cop being like i'm gonna retire <laughs> yeah. this week especially, especially especially for um there are some superheroes that have are married but like except for some really rare exceptions most superheroes don't have kids because then mm-hmm. it's uh, always becomes a question of uh, you're putting your life on the line when you when you have kids yeah 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 you can kind of still go out and be a superhero if you're married but like if you're raising if you're not raising like you're not raising your kids then like you're kind of an asshole yeah, dad <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah. and and one thing I do just want to push back a little on the like the non plot of their relationship problems is I do agree that this is wrapped up extremely quickly, but I do also like that like a lot of times a lot of Barry and Iris's relationship at this point when they're married is there are these little problems that seem to be bigger arcs or like are they going to break up or whatever, but then they talk them out and they get resolved. And like, even though it's mm-hmm. it's, I'm not defending that it's like a teenage girl's using ESP to find like that's obviously stupid. <laughs> but like, I do like yeah. that this isn't like Iris and Barry are like breaking up. Like Spider Man and MJ break up all the time for dumb reasons. Yeah. And like, I like it better that like they have this drama and this conflict, and then they talk it out, and they they're I it never feels like they're gonna get divorced or anything. It just feels like a problem a married couple has. Yeah. I I I actually like that kind of like drama and that tension more than actually the supervillains yeah. threatening them. Because there's some other stuff that comes up later where it's like, this supervillain's doing this, and it's like, I didn't care about that. Whereas here, I'm like, how do you resolve this, like, telekinetic girl forcing him to, like, <laughs> yeah. take off his clothes in front I, of I would her? Like the better, and his wife finds out. I would like out. the better if they talked right away, but since they did, like... I'm leaving before you can disclaim anything, and somehow I still get away before... Yeah, they yeah. do, like, oh, I'm a woman, I'm too overcome with yeah. grief, I have to get into a car accident, and you have to save me, it is... I, I know yeah. that, like, the editor was like, you need an action scene here, so Iris has to get into oh, a car probably. crash. <laughs> That's what I wonder, I'm like, Absolutely, if he had run after yeah. her, and then they talked it out, with the car thing made it, like, I still have to superhero her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Yeah. you still need, like, more, like, yeah. drama. Yeah. So, speaking of drama, Barry's like, I need a costume, and Iris is like, oh, you're out of... They were out of Batman costumes, and Barry's like, I'll just go as the Flash." I guess because I already have this costume, and and you forget too that Clive Yorkin's watching them, and he realizes that Barry is the Flash, which is where we get the Clive Yorkin backstory. <laughs> and I'm like, what good does this do? This guy doesn't talk. Yeah. So, but now, now instead of just hating Barry Allen, this guy also hates the Flash. So you know, whatever. Yeah. Then Barry's like friend Frank, one of his like coworkers. He's a cop. He's a detective, I think. Yeah. Shows up and he's like, I'm also gonna be the Flash. And there's a lot of like. Iris being like, "Ooh, two flashes are taking me to the party." She dresses up as Batgirl. It's one thing dumb thing about comics when they do masquerade parties. Uh, no, like fan costumes, ever going to be good as like the real superior costume, but they always act like they're indistinguishable. Like, I know, like this. Uh, this uh, one thing to, to defend about that: Barry's a huge fucking nerd, and he always talks about how much he fucking loves comic books and stuff. Like I, like in his real life, not as the Flash. So I could see him go in hardcore but cosplay. Why would his cop buddy dress up perfectly? Like yeah, that's the thing. Like, is it, like, like think about how many, <laughs> like, especially adults. Most adults don't like. 
especially in 1970 like maybe now of cosplay being a thing more popular yeah so that's that, true that's like, true like you yeah. now have a, a picture perfect like, and my other confusing thing is why would they let people dress up as super villains yes. at this place it's just weird to dress up as like villains that are on that the murder list. people like i'm gonna <laughs> yeah. like yeah, yeah it's like this e- those... either dress up as a police officer or like ted bundy or something <laughs> this, this is yeah. one of those uh <laughs> yeah. that's one of those weird transition things because like in the 50s super, super villains were not treated as credible threats like well, yeah. like yeah, so it's about Pe- Penguin's yeah. mo- uh, mom coming to town. He had to pretend to be a superhero to- while his mom was in town, and Batman <laughs> helped him doing it because mm-hmm. there's so much yeah. of a non-thread like the Penguin was. Like, yeah, uh, so like most villains were like that. Like they were, like, they were considered like jokes. But then, then there's like transition where now spoilers, we're gonna get villains murdering people. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> one other thing, just about the costume thing. Uh, the Rogues, Flash's villains, have their own tailor that works in Central City named Jombie. So he probably supplied a lot of these costumes, you know, because he makes the real ones. <laughs> So anyway, Great there's backstory. a lot. There's a lot of like, wow! I can't believe Captain Cold and the Flash are shaking hands, ha 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 ha! Because it's just guys in costumes. Yeah. Then Barry gets a phone call from the chief that there's uh, some developments in the in the big heroin sting that they're trying to bust, and Barry's like, okay, I'll be there tomorrow. And then uh, the Clive Yorkin attacks his buddy who's dressed as the Flash and throws him off a balcony, and he's like, fuck you. I got his buddy's not even concerned. Like, I thought maybe he'd die here, but instead, as he's being thrown off, he's just like, what was that? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, what, that's why I brought up the, uh, the, the fake star of the Irish thing. There's a lot of stuff where it feels like it's building towards something, and then it just goes yeah. nowhere. Like, him just as a flash is like, I thought he was going to get murdered because he got mistaken identity, but no, he just gets tossed yeah. aside a bit, and he's like, okay, wow, that was weird. A lot of 70s DC is like this. So yeah. weird. So then, Someone just throws me off a balcony. So awkward. Barry's upset. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Barry's upset because some, some guy dresses Green Lantern is getting really handsy with his wife and then Barry's like oh it turns out it's actually my real friend Green Lantern that's fine you could get handsy with my wife I guess <laughs> yeah. yeah Green Lantern <laughs> had nothing me. to do but to show up at this masquerade party and yeah uh, and then he leaves and it's like why were you here he I, don't know, I don't know <laughs> yeah yeah they want to show you that he's gonna take the he's gonna take his lady yeah then they they drink a bunch of punch and the guy dressed as Sandman has been going around going zap got you I that is the one small thing that I liked about this is that it really did build him up that you keep wanting to like be like that guy seems like trouble because he keeps going zap got you zap got you so you're like I bet yeah he's I, a I, 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 that's well good... it, doesn't he drug the flesh no, no. that's later on revealed as if he has nothing no. to do with that but, but like, oh okay but, I thought he yeah. was the goon that was in question no, no, no I think he was a red herring no yeah okay. Yep, yep. So so Barry, all of a sudden, he's going up. Uh, he's he's giving Iris a tour of this mansion, and he starts to get really really woozy. And he's like, "Somebody drugged the punch." Wait, no, that can't be right. Other people would be affected, but Iris seems fine. So Iris runs to get him a glass of water, and then he goes, "Wait, oh no, what's going on?" And he hears Iris yelling, and he goes into the back room, and there's Clive Yorkin, and Iris is is on the ground unconscious and then Clive Yorkin just jumps out the window <laughs> yeah and Barry goes mm-hmm. to check on Iris and he's like oh no oh no and he passes he's like, Iris, out. Iris Iris yeah he is he's literally like that Iris yeah. Iris 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 ah! no this isn't happening there's no reason for me to go on what what am I fighting for? And he passes out on the floor next to him, and some guy dressed as Batman is like, "We have to get one of them to a hospital right away." But afraid the other one is dead. And, and this is this is like when Ryan said, like, uh, 
the weird transition where all of a sudden this weird like Silver Age story just becomes real out of nowhere because reading this I thought oh it feels like like when Lois Lane dies in one of those Silver Age stories where oh well no Lois yeah. Lane's dead but no Iris is really dead spoilers yeah Iris is dead a character that's been <laughs> in this book for 20 years yeah <laughs> really dark too that she's they're like finally we'll have it we'll have kids are happy and then it's like yeah. murdered by this strange man yeah yeah Mm-hmm. So the reason, so the actual reason why I wanted to do this story is, well, not only like it's it's going to lead into a bunch of stuff, but I find the fallout to be really, really interesting. So Sly, take us away. So what I want to point out is I love, I always love looking at these old comic ads. There's one OJ with kids being like, look at this great role model. <laughs> oh, yeah. OJ is. Yeah. <laughs> I, I also saw the was D&D basic one and they're like, yes. basics for kids. But if you're ready to uh, move on to the next level, go to D&D expert. And I'm like, damn, basics for kids. This is a lot. All those siege rules and stuff. <laughs> no, that's no, what, we're playing. That's expert. what I felt with all oh, the, oh, yeah. we're the kids, expert. the dr- the drawn kids like playing it around the table and stuff. I'm like, the basic's still pretty hefty. Yeah. It's so, you know. so, so I always call it basic, but basic was the first set of that edition. <laughs> expert was where all the siege rules are so that's what we're rules. playing we're playing yes okay basically. all right because i'm like damn these kids are way too young to un- like we're always like doing calculations <laughs> as unrelated as that seems that actually is part of the appeal for a lot of comics for me is a lot of this stuff has never been collected yes. so i i've read basically all of barry's run has never been collected so i've read it all in single issues and it's really really fun same thing a lot of wally's run hasn't been collected either so i've read a lot of that in singles too and it I find them to be really, really fun. It's like watching, like when people used to tape shows yeah, and the commercials would that. still be on. Yes, I love and that. It is oh, yeah. very fun, and to me, it helps contextualize the times a little bit. Where like you're reading it as dated, but it's also getting cut with like ads with OJ Simpson and like basic D and D. That to me, it feels more like fun time mm-hmm. capsule stuff than like serious literature. And when I read like '90s comics, and there's like ads for like Ocarina of Time and like Final Fantasy VII, and like that to me, it it makes it like one. It makes it more of a cultural experience. Yeah, than I, I agree. Literature. <laughs> I just think that's fun. I agree. This this one ad just later in the comic is for a Superman issue where it's Superman with a gun shooting the city of Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I agree, Superman. Fuck that small city. <laughs> oh, okay. So, 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 so is where the last story uh, left off. Uh, Flash, but Flash is getting up after everyone's like, one of them is dead, and he's like, I gotta go get you, uh, Yorkin, and everyone's like, no, you're like barely able to stand, but he's like, no, gotta get Yorkin. Uh, everyone, everyone thinks he's Barry dressed as a Flash. He's like, Barry, you gotta calm down, and Barry falls mm-hmm. out the window, um, and uh, he disappears when they, the, everyone else tries to follow uh, where he fell, and uh, uh, Flash is like now chasing after Yorkin, but uh, they get to fight. And he, he like basically sh- beats him up so bad he starts turning into he starts melting. Yeah, and- but and, and this is like uncharacteristic for the Flash. Like he's punching him over and over and over again, like thousands of times. He's just like, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you. You know, because of you, my wife's on her way to a hospital. Because of you, she may never be the same again. And like. I this to me is like I find this stuff to be much more compelling than the first issue where like here mm-hmm. he's like he's overcome with rage and the Flash has always been the most optimistic hero in DC and seeing him just like beat up who we established earlier is just a normal guy like beat him so that he's like well, he's not normal no but like he's <laughs> he's just he's, a guy about powers he's he doesn't have powers he's a yeah. guy yeah and it's just like the sound mm-hmm. effects are like bam 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 and you see these speed effects of him just like completely mutilating this guy's face yeah and then mm-hmm. the guy starts melting and you just hear this like over this like narration of like prepare 10 cc's of sedative the patient's hallucinating 
Yeah, so it's a hallucination. He wakes up in the hospital bed. And he's like, I gotta find Iris. Where's Iris? And the, the doctors try to restrain him. Uh, and they sedate him. And they reveal that he's been in the hospital for two days. Yes. And so he wakes up and mm-hmm. his police buddy, the guy who's in, in the other Flash costume. Uh, I forget his name already. Uh, Frank. Frank. Uh, he's like, okay, uh, they, want, want to, they thought they didn't tell you what, what happened in the hospital because... Uh, you were still shaking up, and they want somebody close to you to say it. So he he gives him Iris' uh, wedding ring, saying Iris is dead. And he's like, "No, yeah. this, is, this is some silver age bullshit. Like she's gonna be waking up. She's like, no, uh, no, yeah. this isn't yeah. happening. Like, no. and, and, and one thing, like uh, contrary to what I was saying about a lot of seventies DC, like this does take place over like two or three pages of just Barry in a wheelchair being like walked around like the grounds of the hospital yeah. with his friend just like talking to him. And it's very rare that comics from this era would spend this much time without that action scene, like we were talking about before, mm, of just yeah. him being like he was. And Barry's like feels guilty. He's like, I, I like demolished Clive Yorkin. He might be dead. I might be a murderer. And he's like, no, that was a hallucination. Like, you know, and this is when yeah. he gives Iris. After you fell out the window, you were done. Yeah. <laughs> and like, th- this is like, I find the scene to be like pretty, like pretty well done. Yeah. He takes him, takes him to mm-hmm. fucking morgue so they can see Iris' body. It's, it's pretty dark. Yeah. And also, and, uh, but it's funny because he still does the, the choke thing in the dialogue that Archie Comics does. That I always find yeah. it corny. Yeah. But uh, it is a powerful <laughs> choke. Take me home, Frank. Uh, at the same time, uh, not the same time, but a little bit later. Um, also, they reveal that he was spiked with a heavy dose of angel yes. dust. That's at a very important plot point. Uh, and it was like enough to kill like a normal person. It's only, and it's only because he was a flash that like, he was able to survive. Yeah. And so uh, mm-hmm. on the Justice League. Satellite, uh, just like are like maybe uh, Flash uh, should have leave of absence to deal with his uh, mourning period. The th- the thing that I really like about this, and I think it's the reason why Green Lantern was in that last issue, is to establish that they're friends. Even though there are way better ways to do that, Superman's like, let's make it official and grant the Flash a formal leave of absence. And Green Lantern's just like, man, we're talking about Iris. Like we all knew her. Someone I loved like a sister. Like how can you be so callous about it? And Batman or Wonder Woman are like, take it easy. We're all upset. We must remain calm. The unity and league of the league is important. And like, I I do like this that they make the Trinity as these like less personal icons. And Green Lantern's just like, this is our friend. Can we like? be human beings for a second like yeah. I, I think that that's, this whole that's thing is really sad like flash's reaction yeah. to all this is like really it's it's tough yeah because he shows up and he's just like he's just really he's upset like, we, about everything i need you guys help to bring iris back to life you guys like you're superman and stuff you have to be able to do this and everyone's like, i do really like when he shows yeah. up he goes three of you are just the jla members i came to see and he's basically like batman can't do shit <laughs> fuck you <laughs> Yeah, because well, he asks each of the three god tier characters, like you yeah. must be able to bring the dead back, right? And they're like, yeah. He even tells like Green Lanterns, like if it was Carol that was dead, I would do everything in my power to help her. Like you, you have to help me. He's like, oh Barry, you don't know what you're asking. Green Lantern does say, not that I can't. He's like, I won't. He's like, yeah. he's like that. Neither yeah. of us has the right to do that. And then and, he's and- like, fuck you. It was just those things that's press shit because later on you find out Green Anthem does have powers to control life and death, at least <laughs> yeah. a little bit. And um, the Trinity stuff that uh, Ryan mentioned also makes the stuff of the Identity Crisis more oppression, where it feels like they can't yeah. talk to them about these dark matters because they have to be upstanding citizens all the time. Because seeing this scene, like, I know, like, Identity Crisis has a lot of problems, but seeing the scene of Barry doing this, like, I completely understand why in this room Barry votes to lobotomize Dr. Light. Yeah. 
Like this mm. is like this is where it happens, and I'm like this this makes sense to me. Yeah, this is the room where it happens. Uh, so then, yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the, so then Flash starts going out of the rage, starts being a shadow. He's like, he's like, you, you motherfucker! I thought you were my friends, but you're not gonna respect my wife for me. Yeah. I'm sick of you all. I'm sick of this place. And they start I'm fighting fed up with this world, and he's able to, like uh, get them all to run around pretty well. Like uh, Green Lantern tries to zap him, but he uses yellow boots to like negate his powers. <laughs> <laughs> and then he creates a whirlpool. Oh man, do I just I love that weakness so much because it is just like it's such a dumb, strange, and also extremely common <laughs> yeah. weakness. Yeah, <laughs> you can just wear yellow and beat the shit out of Green Lantern. Yeah, and he's like, shit. I guess I can't. That's Superman help. That, that's, that's what happens later on. Spoilers. Um, and yeah. uh, and the reason the reason why I did that because. Well, Superman became ridiculous. I think they did it on purpose because Superman became ridiculous that like, Kryptonite was everywhere. So yeah. they're like, okay, make it something super mm-hmm. obvious. Like, yeah, okay. Now we can have it coming up. Every issue should be plausible, I guess. Yeah. So next issue. Yeah. Yeah, so they just fight for a while. Um, they're still And they pretty fighting. much, they eventually, <laughs> they eventually get him subdued. I do love how, they... I do love seeing his fighting style because I guess I haven't seen that much Flash. Like, when he's all tied up, he just starts spinning and drilling his way into the floor. It's fun. <laughs> like, this is what yeah. I mean. Like, watching the Flash do stuff is fun. Yeah, so they basically... They subdue him, and then they're like, hey, wake up. It's your wife's well, funeral. Well, he passes out from exhaustion. Oh, yeah, he wakes up just after his wife's funeral. I know, it's so like, fucked up. He's like, I remember being fighting the Justice League, and they're like, yeah, we gotta go to the funeral now. And, and, and they're like, he seems better now. Uh, all that heroin problem is over. Oh, yeah, they kept God. saying he's only... They keep bringing up the fact that he all the angel dust it must still be affecting him, but I'm like, he's grief-stricken, and you were just like, I yeah. don't really care that much. <laughs> That, that's how I feel like, yeah. I know they do it to be like, you know, Barry's still an upstanding guy and it's great because you can explain away this, like, uh, this out, outlast. Yeah, but this is yeah. a totally normal reaction when your wife is fucking <laughs> yes. murdered. And that that's what I was thinking. It, it would be cool if they didn't need to be like, well, this could, just could be residue in the system making him act like that. Instead of just being like, this yeah. is- Superman literally looks into his veins and says, I see PCP there. This is one, this is one of those things, they do this a lot in comics. But then when they touch upon these issues again, they usually just act like that was just a bullshit excuse and this was the real yeah. thing. Uh, like okay. they, like they, they I, 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 yeah. And like modern comics, you look back on it, it was like it was actually like trauma that caused. Yeah, yeah like they, they do, they do this a lot. And then, but then they they have like a bullshit explanation in the issues themselves. But whatever they refer to later on, they never really. I, I, I doubt yeah. they ever talk about. Oh yeah, he was on drugs the entire time. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. And, but and we also get classic Batman. That's like, what if he freaks out tomorrow? He, sh- what if he reveals his secret identity, or worse, reveals ours? We can't let him go to his wife's. <laughs> funeral and wonder woman's like shut up yeah. we can we'll make sure he's okay yeah so the funeral has you know a lot of main a lot of big characters and they got wally west there as a kid uh you have ralph dibney which i'm like i know him now i remember the i remember a funeral with him once um <laughs> poor sue yeah barry's parents are yeah. there yeah. Ira, Iris's dad you is got there. Dexter Miles, the curator of the Flash Museum. I, I was like a little like uh at, at least like frustrated with this because at the funeral it's like I want to see how like how are their parents gonna react? Like how is Barry's parents gonna talk to him and how does Barry talk to Iris's dad? Yeah. But Iris's dad is just there to cry and then that's yeah, it. And I'm like because it's primarily just like let's see the Justice League interact with them. I'm like yes. no, I want to see Iris's yeah. family like him interact with them. No, this, this is exactly imagine, why I wanted yeah. to do this story because like there are elements of like modern sensibilities and like nuance in here but it's very much masked under 70s comic books yeah yeah they probably so, have assumed oh little kids won't want, don't want to read fucking Barry Allen talking to an old man yeah, they want yeah, to see him talking yeah. to Superman so the funeral uh, yeah. everyone's like he's gonna be fine he's gonna be fine he's a strong guy he's gonna be fine and then afterwards he calls the newspaper and says hey it's the Flash um, I want you to be at the Flash Museum tomorrow because I'm gonna be giving my final words and people are like what the fuck 
uh, maybe he's going to retire. And so then Melanie, the ESP psychic girl, is like, <laughs> oh, damn, his wife got killed right after I dragged him to my apartment. Um, and then she, now she's like, I better stop acting like a spoiled child and try and make yeah. it yeah. cheer up. Um, oh my god, and then we're just thrown immediately back into the camp. Into this fucking fight with the Mirror Master. Yeah, because Barry's running around, and then he sees, like, a mirror, and he's like, what? It looks like another Flash running at me, but then he crashes through the mirror, and it's like, I'm the Mirror Master, I'm sucking up money into my floating hover. <laughs> and, like, I always point out by Mirror Master, he's a character that can be cool, but he wears, like, a green and orange costume, and, like, yeah. he's using mirrors to melt the, the street here. Yeah, his costume is super dumb for his power. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Or what his like gimmick is yeah but it's like he's melting he's melting the street with his with his mirrors and and none of uh, this the flash none of this is fucking <laughs> no, but i just want to bring up because it's funny because he uh, flash throws a bunch of ch- chocolate bars at him and they melt onto him and he falls off his machine and that's how yeah, he clogs the money sucker with chocolate yeah <laughs> and yeah. then he's like oh day is saved um so then he goes and he, he throws out he throws out his his ring which has his costume in it which we could just skim right past mm-hmm. and then he uh, he decides like that's it that'll be my last fight what a, what a way to end throwing chocolate at the mermaid and then he goes to uh, <laughs> uh, he goes as Barry Allen to the to the flash and he's like hey before flash gets here I want to just say some words and everyone's like hey go away we want flash <laughs> I earned my living as a police lab technician that was only half the story. In truth, I was leading a double life. And then Melanie, the ESP girl, is like, what is he doing? And then everyone's like, shut up. We just want to hear no, about they, the they Flash. Tell, they tell Barry. Barry's like, I have a double life. Like, everyone's expecting Flash. Barry shows up saying, guys, I have a double yeah. life. Everyone's fuck you, man. We want <laughs> See, the Flash. I like, I like this a lot because you know how like we talk about how like Clark Kent's mild manner and everything? The thing, Barry's mm-hmm. secret identity is that like... Barry Allen is the most boring fucking guy in the world, and he's never on time to anything, and everyone's just, and it's not because, like, it's part of his cover, it's that he's legitimately super boring and, like, oafish, and every single time he's like, I'm the Flash, people are like, you're not, you're just trying to be more interesting, you're too boring to ever be the Flash. <laughs> so they won't let him talk. I think that's so silly. So this is basically a scene from the Hannah Montana movie where they're like, we don't, we don't want uh, Miley Cyrus, we want Hannah Montana, the popular one, we get the fuck out out of here and so my size is forced to live on her Montana. i remember that classic scene when people yell at hannah montana get the fuck out of here <laughs> but basically they're like we don't want we want you to put yeah. on this, this costume and dance for us monkeys so barry's like okay i'll yeah. be the flash though yeah, yeah. And, and melanie no goes no, no that isn't what <laughs> yeah me- no but that's what, that's what everyone's reaction is everyone's like fuck you we don't care about your deep emotional uh yeah, reveal we want the flash monkeys like you Melody it. finds him. It's like, hey, you dropped this ring. You can't quit being the Flash. People need you. No one can take your place. And he's like, you're right. And yeah. she's like, he's like, wait, tell me how I look. And she goes, she goes, ordinary, extraordinary. And he's like, now I can go be the Flash. <laughs> now people accept me. Yeah. Now that I wear this costume. I feel bad for all Trauma those reporters resolved. that were called here just for the Flash to be like, don't worry, nothing's different. <laughs> and this is another, um, another one of those cheap like uh, fake outs where. Like, uh, Echoing the Silver Age style, where for like a half an issue, it's like maybe Flash is gonna quit. Oh wait, he's not. It's over. Yeah. So now we're skipping ahead to two eighty one, and we are now gonna meet our star here, Eobard Thawn, Professor Zoom. Reverse Flash. The- Reverse Flash. Also known the- as so- yeah. Zoom. Okay. Also known <laughs> so- as. No, no, I thought Zoom was different than Professor Zoom. Yeah, Zoom is different. Yes, Zoom <laughs> is, is different. Is he- can he be called Doctor Zoom or no? 
Uh, well, no spoilers. Okay. So, <laughs> so the thing about Eobarthon is all you need to know is he is from the future, and apparently in the 25th century they've reached a Marxist utopia where there is no crime, and he's just a big piece of shit asshole. <laughs> so he just comes back because he thinks it would be funny to make the Flash's life miserable. And we've met him before, like, in Flashpoint and stuff, but this is more, like, earlier Zoom, where it's still the same. He has no nuance. He's just a dickhead. Yeah, and the reason why I wanted to... Flashpoint, he went back to Texas to kill Barry's mom, and um, (laughs) just be a dick. And so it's very related to that. I can can so imagine us having time travel abilities and being like, man, if I went back 500 years with the technology (laughs) I have now, I can just fucking do whatever I want. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna kill George Washington's mom. (laughs) And and the the, the thing that I like about professor zoom is i feel like there are very few villains that their strict motivation is just to be an asshole to one guy Mm -hmm. like he doesn't all he everything he does is just to be like a bully and i think that's really funny um (laughs) like he's not trying to conquer the world he's not trying to get rich he's just like i'm bored and i fucking hate the flash yeah i i was i was thinking there's an issue later on that was reminding me of you where i'm like oh my god you do this to us (laughs) Um, (laughs) I i don't know how much of it is in the silver age but at least in the modern age there's like a there's like a fucked up element because he is a murderer and uh, having mm-hmm. a speedster can kill people. Honestly, is more scary than anything the Joker could do. Yes, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Which is why like uh, this story is interesting because uh, Barry does what uh, acts a lot more appropriately than Batman would in this scenario. But it, yeah. it's uh, uh, I find it both to be fucking horrifying in concept. I, so I, yeah. I just have one question: How did he get his speed force powers? Uh, I think he just because he's in the future. I think he just like. Looked up what the Flash did and did the same shit. <laughs> how how did no other people do this too? Like how come he's the first person from the 25th century to do this? The time travel stuff in DC is really stupid. Uh, yeah, okay. I don't know. It's, it's just it was just like no. I feel like if this was replicable, I feel like you'd have more Speed Force people. Remember, like remember, how in the future universe, everyone becomes Superman. Yeah. I'm like, wouldn't you want more flashes? But I mean, that's the thing. Like DC has a lot of just like this is in the future. Don't don't think about it. Yeah, remember sure. uh, Booster goes like a janitor at a fucking museum, and he's like, <laughs> "I'm gonna take all this technology." Like th- like in reality, of uh, Dawn and Booster go, they destroyed the, like all the timeline, and everything's fucked by yeah, now. like the way the shit yeah. they've done. Here's a question. Yeah. The future apparently doesn't have the death penalty anymore, but there's a guy who can run as fast as the speed of light and kill people. Uh, <laughs> you have to kill him. Like No, you rehabilitate him. Yeah, hey, hey. I, I know. It's we'll just, get to it. The Marxist utopia. <laughs> They're like, yeah. he, he's like, I, I brought him back to 25th century jail a bunch of times. It's like, there's obviously a problem then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, the, the thing is, the thing about Reverse Flash that's interesting is up to this point, he's just been kind of like a piece of shit. Yeah. But... I mean, He's, he hasn't been any different from like Captain Cold or Captain Boomerang, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, okay, I kind of have to spoil it because it's super clear by the way this episode is structured. It's pretty clear who killed Iris. I yeah. Think. yeah. <laughs> but like, but the thing is, this is an escalation that he hadn't like people like Sly said before. Villains weren't killing a bunch of people all the time at this point. So like he, this was like a new ex like escalation of it Mm -hmm. and we see that it escalates pretty quickly throughout the rest of this episode of to the point where it addresses the issues that phil is exactly talking about the best best way to imagine it like we we know this is weird but one-off villains like jimmy olsen comics like magma man Mm -hmm. and like titan man from the low slain comic 
Like, imagine one of those people, like, just keeps getting caught over and over again, and then one day he just becomes a serial killer. Like, uh, but that's the thing is, like, in the fu- in this future utopia, it's like, they must realize the point that, like, when someone has such great power and they're testing out, can I steal with this? Can I... I, I know, but I, when I use that comparison, I'm saying, like, imagine those Jimmy Olsen stories. Like, they're not going to go into deep nuances of how to deal, uh, how to execute uh, criminals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're just yeah. having a fun story where Superman catches it at the end. Yeah. Everything said, like, now there's a transition where... Uh, now, now, like you stop, they have now they're having more serious feelings, and now those questions yeah. are being raised. Like it's kind of fucked up yeah. that he's able to do this. Yeah, yeah, the, because like the, at, up to this point, he wasn't really like a big murderer, and we have murderers in real life, and I don't support the death penalty. Mm. So like now that he's starting to murder people using powers, it these questions do come up, the, and it's like. This is why I find this era interesting, even if it isn't always the best to read. It's interesting because it's like slowly introducing these these concepts and discussions into a kid's a kid's meeting. The one addendum I just want to add to that is that this is them in the first like you know goofy guy to kill someone. Is that other people have tried to kill before? Like they've gotten into death deadly situations, but they just haven't succeeded. Whereas he actually that's true is the first. But one also, like, but yeah. the tone of it is always like you're gonna I'm gonna make you into a robot, and then you're gonna use your uh, crypt- <laughs> kryptonite. It's like it is like 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 it's like uh, killing people. Like it's more like destroying when they say on like, his cartoons they can't say kill them to destroy. It's like I'm going to destroy you. Like it's very yeah, PG. but they're dropping buildings and stuff. Like that's that. the thing. I, I know. Or they're like throwing cars into rivers where it's like you could drown in there. It's just that know, they, they it's, never it's, succeed, it's, so you never treat it as this horrific act. It's just like oh, yeah. thank God the Flash was there. But it's it's like yeah. introducing moral quandaries into like a, a Power Rangers. Like oh, should we execute fucking yeah. Lord Zed? Like that's what they're equivalent, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. So the one thing I just want to point out before we get into it is that now uh, Don Heck has taken over a lot of the art duties, and he was a big uh, early Marvel artist like he did a lot of avengers and uh i believe he did a lot of early iron man and i just think his art is great hmm. so that's you know oh yeah i do i want to say uh the art of is pretty solid and for most of these issues yeah it's nothing nothing groundbreaking but like mm-hmm. i i really enjoy don hex just like sharp kind of angular style it's, it's kind of uh it's a lot messier than a lot of it is contempor- yeah. contemporary which is why i like it it's, it's it kind of it's like a predecessor to G- gene colon's art i don't know guys it's yeah, no yeah. shade the changing man <laughs> oh i mean that's obviously <laughs> true this the 60s, okay. 60s art, art is not compared comparable to one of the best <laughs> arts of all time yes okay. so yeah. so it opens with frank uh, Barry's friend telling him, I, I have undeniable proof that Yorkin didn't kill Iris. And then something happens to him. And, he gets in like, a line, shootout with mobsters. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. he gets in a shootout with mobsters. They shoot him a couple times in the chest. So, well, it's these two guys. These two guys say that, like, we were hired to hit this guy. They're, like, arguing over whose hit counts. So yeah. I, I find this funny thing. Like, I thought this was a, 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 a bait switch. Like, he got into another cop matter of these mobsters while he was investigating to Iris. But no, the the killer of Iris is related to these mobsters. Spoiler. Yes, yes. So they, they shoot him in the chest and he shoots them. And they're like, oh, no, it looks like he's dead. But then it turns out that he had a, like, bulletproof vest on. Oh, yeah, I forgot. To the mobsters, like, when Barry arrives and his friend's dead on the ground, he just starts clapping. And they're like, what? He's starting to clap? What's he up to? And he claps like, Good job, so folks. fast. Yeah, that's <laughs> what it looks like. It's, it's not like he's not, like, angry. He's, like, grimacing. He's just, like, clapping really fast for them. And the sound, like... Chris Shockwaves. Yeah, it devastates even the steel of their cars. 
Yeah, it like destroys their cars, and I'm just like, man, the Flash is so cool. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like Ryan acts like the way that when we were reading like Shonen and stuff, and we're like, man, that is such a cool, like Kimpachi's so cool. Now Ryan's like, look at Flash clapping really fast. The thing is, okay, in my the reason why I think this is cool is the Flash has the Flash has been a character since the 30s, and his power is that he moves quickly. Yes, and that to me seems like it would have only a couple uses, but writers find ways, even though it is super dumb that he does this mm-hmm. it's visually appealing to me that they keep finding different ways for him to use this really simple power and i find like i said before i don't think it's good writing but i think it's fun it's like flash mm-hmm. un- uncovering all different bankais what the fuck they're called yeah it is kind of like that i'm not yeah. saying that this is dumb compared to shonen it's just funny hearing ryan go like he's so cool where i yeah, haven't heard yeah, that yeah, in yeah. bleach at all i, I, I want to say that's what i found jarring when i first read uh the flash because I, I first read him like just your 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 uh, one and stuff like that so what uh, the power we haven't mentioned at all is he can vibrate through solid objects mm-hmm. so when i first saw him like what the fuck like, that's fucking crazy to me but like, well he yeah. controls every molecule in his body i know that's fucking crazy to me and we'll see like that becomes relevant later on they can control every molecule in his body yeah yeah, yeah. And so, um, his friend is needs to go to a hospital. So Barry runs by a clothing shop and steals like a, a suit and a bowler cap, and then takes his friend to a hospital, and then returns the clothes back. And it's funny because he did it because he's like, "Was it if either the Flash or Barry Allen had brought Frank into the hospital, there'd be too many awkward questions to answer." Where I'm like, "The Flash can just stumble upon a guy that's shot. Like he's the Flash. Yeah. He doesn't need to answer anyone." And he's acting yeah. so careful when the last I know this was like ten issues ago, but the last issue we read was him be at the like flash reveal being like, I was leading a double life and they're like, Shut up, Barry. <laughs> well he was trying to yeah. be uh, blunt, now he's trying to be subtle. It's very different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes into the uh police commissioner's or police chief's office and he hears him on the phone saying, I wanna see that corpse. Uh Find the body. It's just like, oh, yeah. shit. He yeah, so the chief is uh, on it, very obviously. Yeah, I yeah. feel like this is at least, like, an interesting... Like, I was more interested in this development of, like, your boss is the one that's the head monster. So, the, it's also, it's also a huge departure from Silver Age, where they're not allowed to have cops. Be yeah, exactly. Yeah. And this is one thing that, that, like, does suck about, like, having to skip around a little. Like, the other things were a lot... Like, there were issues in between these two of, like, Frank and Barry getting attacked by hitmen. Like, and it, th- this was a subplot that was building of the, like, the chief's role in this, like, corrupt heroin scheme. I, I, think, but, even, like, I think even the little we've seen, like, j- jumping around, I always appreciate, because uh, we jumped, uh, like, several issues. And the chief was yeah. at the funeral and stuff like that. We, we didn't mention him that much. So I find it really yeah. cool that, like, this, this was brewing. And they talk about the heroin stuff. Uh, yeah, uh, it was like this, the whole time you could see it was brewing in the background, and that's very creative. And this arc had been bre- uh, brewing even before we started reading it, so like it's it's a shame that, but like we're not going to read twenty issues of this. It just does. It, yeah. It's a waste. Yeah. All, you know? all we know is that the chief is in. He has to obey this mysterious Mister Zix. Sounds like. Mr. Mitsipilic? XYZ. It's ZYX. It's the alphabet in reverse. Oh, Fucking asshole. And then his friend is like, I've got this tape that proves that Clive Yorkin didn't kill Barry, Barry uh, Allen's friend. Iris. Yeah. And they, he makes him just watch his wife die over <laughs> well, it's it's, but, it's, it's <laughs> funny because of the way that Barry says, like, when the tape goes in, he's like, let's go, Frank. I can't wait to, like, watch her die. <laughs> but, I think uh, it's more it, like he can't wait to finally get to the end of this I know, mystery. but it's just the way that it's delivered. Let's go. I yeah, can't wait. So, <laughs> but it's very important because uh, when they see the tape, uh, uh, York doesn't kill her, uh, Yorkin. 
and she just falls dead. It looks like, and then they mm-hmm. start they, they, so going slow mo and seeing that there seems to be somebody behind the two of them, and Bjorkin and uh, Iris both react uh, some behind behind them, and then Iris falls to the ground out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, seems like uh, somebody was behind the whole entire time. That's the person that actually killed Iris. Yeah, and he's like, I'll swear and, and, I'll find who did this. Yeah, to counter Daryl's point about Barry's aloofness, it cuts back to him and he's crying and he's yeah. like, I thought it was over. Now I find out her murder is still at large. Oh, and his, and even worse, his identity is still a mystery. And he's just like sitting there all like just, oh, what what's, what doesn't add up about the scene? I don't understand. Something yeah. must have been so fast as to kill Iris <laughs> then, without even being picked up on camera. Yeah. He goes to her grave. He's like, I'll find him, Iris, no matter what it takes, I swear. So then we turn into vengeance husband again. But no, no coke this time. As he's running around, he sees all these spinning police officers that look like human <laughs> propellers. And he stops them and he realizes it's Professor Zoom. Yes. And then sure. they chase after each other across the countryside. Uh, not only just that, but just to really set up how much of an asshole this guy is. He's just like, I can't believe, Barry's like, I can't believe you escaped your 20th century prison cell. And he's like, big words I've come to expect from you. Uh, you superheroes always talk about better fight than you deliver. And he starts yawning and he's like, I might just go home out of sheer boredom, you piece of shit. He actually, as Flash is chasing him, he's running backwards the yeah. whole time. And I'm like, I, he must not be the whole time. The I think he does that just as like, uh, just to be a dick to him at yeah, one point he, he, but he says he says like he i forget what the bullshit science he said he says like he their like, aura that he's like his aura is repelling the flash's aura is repelling him which i was taking aura to be like the speed force without them yeah, too, knowing yeah. what it is yet yeah it is i mention it later the aura keeps away the friction or something like yeah. that. When, when, yeah. when he did run backwards i was confused for a second saying maybe phil's right maybe he does run backwards maybe he is the first <laughs> Uh, and so he's running through, chases him around the globe like 50 times. He's running yeah. through the Sahara Desert and he, Flash is like fucking He tired. puts these, Flash is tired, so then he puts these heavy matter boots on him that just get heavier Professor X, over press, time. Professor Zoom does it. He doesn't, he doesn't just, Professor Flash is, <laughs> Flash is, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Flash is tired, so he's too tired to react to Professor Zoom putting these, these metallic boots on his legs. Like, it's the boots from the The, the, the weight triples every, two, uh... Fifth of a second, yeah. weight triples. It's like so in in just a, a three seconds, you're like ninety thousand tons. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and so and he, he starts just falling through the but, sand. But as he's sinking through the sand in the desert, Professor Zoom's like, "Oh, by the way, you know, in the future, we know who killed Iris, and I know. Fuck you." And then he leaves. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "You're gonna die." Too bad you won't so, know because you're dead. Bye. And he leaves. You don't think this guy's fun? I kind of do. I kind <laughs> I of like Reverse Flash. I but... I. <laughs> I feel like he's kind of fun. I feel like he's a little too much for me. Oh, I think it's so good. Like, he deserves the death penalty so bad that I just, like, <laughs> I, I want, like, I do like seeing him because I'm like, he's just, like, a fucking asshole. But I'm yeah. like, there's no, I can't, I can't imagine any justification for not executing him. Yeah. <laughs> the, pro- the problem with Reverse Flash uh, for me, I, I do, like, it's, it's the same problem I had with the, the show. Because uh, in the show, Reverse Flash was, the actor he plays him was really great. Uh, yeah, but uh, he has to keep coming back because he's like one of the most iconic Flash villains. Like he, Barry needs to kill him. Like he needs to die forever. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, guys, <laughs> I know, I know. I, I, I liked, I liked reading this because I'm like, this Excellent. makes sense. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So the next issue has the cover. Uh, the first page is just Flash falling through the earth because <laughs> it's like yeah. he's so heavy. He's just like falling through the layers of the earth. 
And it just recaps that uh, Professor Zoom's just like, hey, I know who killed your loving wife, but I'm never going to tell you. Get fucked, asshole. It's also made that he can't vibrate out of the boots because they're too tight yeah. or something. They're too so dense, molecules. Professor dense. Zoom has a bunch of bullshit uh, future signs that he pulls out yeah, his yeah, ass yeah. all the time. And he also says like his aura is preventing him from just melting in the center of the earth right away because his aura protects him from the friction when he's running. So like it must have a lot of heat resistance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he says like this will only last another like minute or something. Yeah. And so as he's falling, the boots, because they're getting to the center of the earth too, they start to like crack under the pressure and heat, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so he's able to slip out. And <laughs> this I didn't get it. This is so dumb. dumb. <laughs> this part, I was like, I can't believe this happened. So he gets caught. He, he can't even see where he's going. He's, he's, he's just in the center of the earth. And he closes his eyes and he gets caught up in a He's, he's in like molten lava. Like, yeah. like he can't open his eyes because that'll be hurt himself. Like his skin yeah. isn't t- touching lava, but he can't open his eyes because that'll hurt him. Yeah. And, and so the lava stream just so happens to be pushing him towards the surface and a new volcano is born and shoots him out of it into where the Green Lantern's flying. Yeah, I, I, well, okay, so, the ocean. So the fucking ocean. We're not just flying here. <laughs> okay, no, no. Green Lantern says, I've been looking for you. Oh, okay. I have a power ring to home in on your JLA signal okay. device. Oh, okay. And I promised myself the first moment I was free, I'd come by and see how you were doing, you know, about Iris. Is there anything I can do that needs that? Needs As he doing? just got shot out of a volcano, he's like, hey, you're right over there, buddy? <laughs> and this is the, like this is the kind of thing that is again like the Green Lantern scenes earlier is handled super poorly. But I since especially in DC at this time, it's really nice that like they they show that they're friends. And he's like, I'm just checking on my friend and seeing if you need any help because your wife was murdered. Yeah, yeah. I like this better. Than, I, like I, I would the masquerade scene. I would like better if he just hung around the masquerade, just just was his friend for a while. Yeah, yeah. But like, but this is actually makes sense. Like he would just pop by and flash like, no. I gotta yeah. do this thing on my own Green Lantern, get out of here. He makes a yeah. chair with his Green Lantern power <laughs> so Flash can chill out and rest. And then here we go, guys. Are you ready for the first appearance in the story? Barry's like, if if they know who killed Iris in the future, I'll go to the future. And he pulls out and dusts <laughs> off his cosmic, cosmic treadmill. treadmill. And when yeah. I saw it, I'm like, oh, man. This I wasn't thing. even phased. I'm like, this is just how this, is how this works. I know this now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know the cosmic treadmill. I remember the first yeah. time I heard about that, I was like, this is such a dumb idea. Uh, and now yeah, I'm kind of like Phil where I'm like, right, the cosmic treadmill that lets you travel back in time if you run on it long enough. No, fast enough. Fast enough. He goes to the 25th century and save. He know, causes a car accident, but saves the people. And then the the future cops are like, "Hey, you're the Flash. We respect you still in the future." Uh, I think because uh, it's applied that no one else knows him, but it's applied because he keeps bringing Professor Zoom here. Yeah, please all know him now. It's so funny the way fucking time travel works because they're like, "How how is it taking you so long to catch Professor Zoom?" And I'm like, "It's time travel. Why is yeah. it immediate?" There's yeah, no okay, time. so that, that, no that's time. even that's even dumber because. It turns out that uh, he goes. Flash goes to the archives and and looks up who killed Iris. And it turns out, her, it turns out her murder was unsolved. So Flash is like, "Oh, he's making me waste my time here in the future while he's in the past wrecking my shit." I'm I like, love that. You could go back in time before he even. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucker. that part's really dumb. But I do really love the reverse Flash was lying. That was the <laughs> other thing. I was to make it make it. I was thinking about. You don't need to go and find out who killed her. Go back to when she died and stop the murder. Like, it was like I gotta go to the future. <laughs> but the uh, thing is, he could have. Oh, yeah, we, we he didn't know that we, it we would We mentioned like everything. when Flash's mo- mom shows up, like the most important character to, to the integrity of the entire DC universe in the story. Uh, Flash's mom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is crazy that, that, that this is this is used for time travel. Go five hundred years from now to see in the news who killed yeah. my wife. Uh, also crazy that Professor Zoom. 
she's like, I'm going to waste his time by telling him this, assuming that he's going to catch a lava magma stream and get <laughs> shot out of a volcano. Because he really, he was dead there. Like, he, yes, yeah. he was. Okay, going... the Flash has escaped a lot of death traps made by Professor Zoom. I would, if I was him, I would assume he if gets I, out. If I was too. him, I would snap his neck in it's, his it's, it's like... boots. <laughs> Guys, it's, it's like no, no. I'm saying that if I was <laughs> Professor, Zoom, I know, I know. If, if this, you have to, you have to think like Kira or uh, L. Like you have like, you know, one step ahead. Like if he survives this, I yeah. have to have backup plan. So yeah. if he survives my boots, if he I'm survives sure... going to the center of the earth, I'm gonna make him think he should go to the future. But I, really, I'm gonna be staying. Yeah. Here. And so yeah. what Professor Zoom does while well, all this happens is that the police chief boss decides to go to like South America because he's like, I gotta go to a place where the U.S. authorities can't touch me because he thinks that the flash knows that he's guilty and then professor zoom dresses up as the flash that's a, that's a twist isn't it that's a yeah. twist that happens yeah. later so so i because i want to actually like this twist so it is professor zoom but they make you think it's the flash busting the police chief yeah and he's being an asshole to green lantern too and he's like get out of my face and then he's like, you know, I'm going to catch you for your own good. It must be the angel dust uh, acting up again. And he takes off the costume. And he's like, I'm yellow, fucker. <laughs> so, so Green, Green Lantern says that saying, oh, uh, you must be acting up again, Barry. But then when he tries to, uh, he, he grabs Barry. Uh, he, reali- realize, uh, he realizes he's not Barry. But then uh, you, you, you bought Thon, the first flash. like, I'm yellow. Fuck you. I'm completely mute to your powers. Green Lantern sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, and then Flash that. is like, I gotta get back in time again. So weird that he has to go back to like after all this crime happens, he can't just go back yeah. like, a day. Wait, and wait, why did Zoom arrest the police chief? Because he wanted to make sure that because he, he's he's spoilers, he's Mister Zyx, and yeah. he, he saw that he was uh, breaking, and he wanted to make sure he didn't know anything else. So because he, he said he asked him, what do you know about, about Mister XYZ? And he says, I don't know anything. I just saw him at, in the garage, but, at, <laughs> at thin air. But he he also, I, the, I here's the it. thing though, is Professor Zoom being Mr. ZYX doesn't matter because he already <laughs> needs to be arrested. So him having another charge well, no, for like, I took conspiracy. it as he, he just cuts off this loose end so that Barry can't learn anything Yeah, basically. Else. I, I just viewed it as this guy is, is flaking because he's going to South America. He want to make sure, he wanted, he wanted to punish him and make sure he doesn't know anything that could incriminate him, to connect he's, him to his drug ring. Yeah, but it's again, like, like he's already so a criminal. Cares. Like it doesn't uh, yeah. for me. It doesn't matter. Well, no. Like he's not thinking. It's like well, I better not get another charge against levied against me. Well, because no, no. Because keep in mind, he's still trying to keep this heroin racket. They reveal in the next issue that he wants his heroin racket racket oh, because right, he's yeah. so bored that he wants to have a bunch of junky slaves. <laughs> so he's uh, and he doesn't want the Barry to break up the heroin racket yet. Yeah, so right. That he, that was it. To, not yeah. that he was covering for himself, he's covering his hair in rags. But they don't junkie. reveal that till the next issue, so I was also like, what's going on? Yeah, so anyway, so- this issue ends uh, with Barry's like, finally, I'm back. And as he gets back to the regular time, his cosmic treadmill explodes in his face. So it yeah. was rigged to, like, when he gets back, explode. The exact moment like- he, he presses his room, he'll come back at this exact moment and pull up. Because <laughs> yeah. he couldn't like come back yesterday. Not when he would run on it the first time, but when he would return from running on it. Yeah. It's... Uh, uh, yeah, so then he's like, I know, but then next issue, uh, so next issue it, uh, opens with Flash. As he's being blown up, he says, I know who killed my wife, and then he explodes. Uh, it's, yeah. <laughs> and then Professor Zoom is like, I got him. Uh, my plan worked. And uh, so this is what I meant where I said, like, you can see, like, the touches of, like, the dark uh, modern world seeping in. Because, one, Professor Zoom is in charge of the drug ring. Uh, he's he's yeah. a he's a heroin dealer now, not just a fucking goofy guy making. It's it's not like like magic sci-fi ray of mind control. Yeah. It's just straight up heroin. Yeah, yeah. and then now he also has 
heroin slave, a heroin slave dressed up as Iris so he can fuck her like Mr. Plutonian. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, and he actually yeah, he really keeps weird. watching the he while well, he's in Barry's house, he was watching the film of her death, and he's like, "Oh, fucking Iris, she's so beautiful. I wish she wasn't dead, but she's you know, oh well." So she has, so she has a woman dressed up as Iris. Not only does he have some slave lady that looks like Iris, he hires a plastic surgeon to, to make, make her, her yes look yeah. exactly yeah. like Iris. This, this is literally a Mark Way conceived as the darkest sex thing uh, the Plutonian could do, and like this is not a, 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 a Bronze Age story. Yeah, yeah. But, I, and the thing is, they explore a lot of what I think actually reads as like pretty uh, specific, like uh, obsessive, abusive like stalker type personality where like at this point now professor zoom is looking at this picture of iris and be like you know what i better make a permanent record of my whole plan and he records everything and apparently what happened was a few days before the masquerade he goes back in time and tells iris you know i love you i i I want to win you over from Barry. You have to leave him. And she laughs in his face and it's like, you're a pathetic piece of shit. So he, he, he mind wiped her after this. Yeah. He mind wipes her with my 25th century device. And then <laughs> yeah. he mind wipes her so she'll remember exactly when he brings it up again. So yeah. that way he hasn't, he hasn't revealed this to Flash. It's one of those yeah. bullshit like convenience, like, yeah. So make explains the plot. I mean, post hypnotic triggers are a thing in a lot of stuff. I know, but it's like, it's just so dumb. Everything can be explained with 25th century devices. It's yeah, sort of yeah, like yeah. how science becomes magic a lot in comics, where it's like, you only remember that I told you, hey, let's fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. when but, I but those, see you. But those are one of those things where, like, in like a modern good story, you will have hints like Iris met him beforehand, and that will, like, be reflected in her, in, like, uh, the timeline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In, in, but no, it's just, like, it was perfectly erased from the timeline, and then yep. it brought up later at the perfect time. Uh, yeah. Right before Green Lantern danced with her, Professor Zoom tried to uh, give her ultimatum: "Do me, or you die." And she <laughs> leave your die. Flash husband, or die. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And she says, "No, even if I wasn't with Barry, I would drop. I'd sooner drop dead before I leave. Lay a hand, let you lay a hand on me." Then it shows. Obviously, he's the one who killed Iris. He he, he puts he his hand through her fucking skull and vibrates and kills her. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and he says like, "If I can't have you, nobody can." And like, there is. Even though it's like there's a lot of silly things in here, everything he does where he's like obsessing over her, he says like, I'm better than your partner, you should be with me instead, she turns him down, like, it all is like classical, narcissistic, like, cycle of abuse kind of stuff. But that's why this is a weird transition, because Don Heck, I'm used to him drunk fucking Ant-Man, uh, the old school yeah. Ant-Man, where he falls. Yeah, there's <laughs> never been issues of domestic abuse in Ant-Man. <laughs> uh, yeah, but like, it's just, it's the same guy who drew uh, Egghead, the uh, iconic yeah, Ant-Man yeah, yeah. villain, he's, he's drawing uh, Professor Zoom doing hair doing a heroin ring having a heroin sex slave uh, dressed up as his former lover and now he's vibrating to a woman's head and killing her the, the other uh, thing we didn't mention that's really dark too it's not just a heroin ring it's that he's putting it in milk so people will get addicted yes. to it oh yeah actually it. Yeah. it is it is worse than yeah. we were making it <laughs> and yeah. my favorite touch that we skipped over but man do I love this is because uh, early on when uh, Professor Zoom's in uh, Barry's house he finds a picture of Iris and he's like, oh, you know, he's think about the plastic surgeon turning that one lady into Iris. But all he says about it when he looks at the frame is, I do believe I can put this portrait of Iris to good use. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh, man. Man. <laughs> oh, boy. I think so he meant after the this surgery, whole... right? Yeah, yeah that's he what he meant, but we didn't know yet. So I was just like, I, I can only <laughs> buy one thing from that. <laughs> So, yeah. and then after this whole long monologue, he goes, man, all that monologue has made me tired. And he just takes a nap <laughs> in his big chair. <laughs> yeah. 
But then Flash was up in his TV saying, "Fuck you! I, now you rag yourself out. I, yeah. I'm back, baby." And turns <laughs> out, uh, he realized that Professor Doom was going to disperse his molecules to a, to a time bomb. So he's like, "I will disperse my own molecules into the future," and that's how he survives the bomb explosion. But how he, he destroys back? their whole factory and knocks it down and kills all the people inside. I have to assume. I have, yeah, yeah, have, have to. No, he got, no, he got, he got them, he got them out. Henchmen. He's the Flash. Oh, okay. He's oh. always good. He does say that actually. Okay. I, I, okay. You're unconscious henchman. How did yeah. he? Bring, how did he get back to the past? If he the thing was he dispersed Malkis to the future, but he had to but, slowly build them together. So no, he got he got mostly close. So what he did was at the in the last three tenths of a millisecond or some shit, the last hundredth of a second, <laughs> yeah. he had the idea to shunt all his molecules several hours into the future, and that's why he shows up now. Yeah, but the things exploded. How do you... Yeah, but he went to the future before it exploded. Yeah, but he's first asking why? How do you, how can you time travel when cosmic? Not like from that point forward, you can't use it. Right? The cosmic treadmill still worked technically, so he was still able to use it as it was exploding. But like yeah. that, the, 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 the treadmill itself didn't go into the future. That's what's weird. What, whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. Cool. Let's, they, let's they, not. He throws Clive. Uh, in, also in the recap, he threw Clive Dorkin out the window to make it look like he was fleeing. So poor guy. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, then they fight. It's dumb. Professor Zoom and Flash, and they chase each other across. <laughs> Professor the Zoom runs to his aquatic, like spaceship or time travel orb, and and there is one point where Barry jumps behind him, grabs him by the head, and just starts slamming his face into the ground over and over and <laughs> yeah. over again until he. Gets and he, he says, out. "In case you've forgotten, the death penalty is destined to be brought back in the 25th century. <laughs> so eventually, you'll get convicted and executed." <laughs> <laughs> where did that, where did like, that come up yeah, yeah like, that's a weird thing I'm like is it destined <laughs> everyone knows true justice is death penalty <laughs> I mean maybe maybe reverse flash is the guy who brings it back yeah, yeah. they've been listening to Phil they found they found <laughs> yeah. in a time capsule old episodes of device issues and they're like you're right so he he sets the ship's computer to go to 2580 and as they're traveling it starts moving backwards in time he's like what and then Professor Zoom's like aha I L'd your Kira or I cured your L <laughs> and my time trip is designed to automatically reverse and self-destruct if anyone but me operates it and so they keep going back to the beginning of like time they're in a time stream and then Barry jumps out of the ship and Professor Zoom is like no don't leave me alone and then he just he, he, wants, exactly, to... he, wants, he wants him back to get and you expect Barry to just jump off also uh, guess what 2580 is the 26th century okay just yes. FYI <laughs> yes, <laughs> well maybe he went ahead so that's when the when death the, penalty when the, yeah when the death penalty <laughs> oh, <maybe. laughs> he's like, you need to die I'm bringing you back to the year the death penalty existed. Instead of just killing him yourself then at that point, you're... Uh, <laughs> there are a lot of little dumb uh, things that I think Carrie Bates, or maybe it's the editor, just kind of fuck up in the script. Like, at one point when he's monologuing, he's like, this is the record of Adrian Zoom. That's not his name. I don't know what that <laughs> is. <laughs> Adrian Zoom? <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. That's... He's Professor Zoom. He must be Adrian Zoom then. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, then we're going to skip ahead a little bit, but the only oh, thing... Oh, that... Professor Zoom referred to himself as Adrian Zoom. Yes, yes. So he has, like, so... he has so many names. <laughs> yeah. So uh, at, at at this point, like, the Flash is left in, like, a bunch of dimensions, and there's just a whole bunch of issues with just him, like, running through different, like, random one-off adventures through, like, a dimensional portal and everything. And then he ends up, like... He just ends up stranding Reverse Flash in this, like, eternity of hell for a while. Yeah, yeah like Limbo, they refer to as later. Okay, so we're jumping ahead to issue 323 to 325. And one thing I just want to point out is Carmine Infantino comes in on art, and he was the co-creator of Barry Allen. Isn't he the guy who did a caveman ice issue? 
Yes, and he also did a caveman in the ice issue from our Patreon. Glad you remember that. Got a real he, uh, stellar lineup I, I was, here. I was editing them. Uh, sorry. Oh, I, 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 remember, <laughs> I wanted to point that out. Now, I'm not a big fan of uh, Carmine Infantino's like late 70s, early 80s work. I think everyone looks like pretty heavy. It's it's very but, uh, it's very generic like 80s art. It's, uh, it's yeah, it's it's, it's strange. But I just wanted to point out like I don't think it's necessarily bad. It's just, but, it just like, it's, stand out compared to his old stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not. I, I his old stuff is like way tighter for me. But I do think it's really cool because around this point. The Barry was the Flash was not doing super well, and they had started to talk about having. They were gonna in a couple years. DC was gonna do their big Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover, and leading up to that, what they were gonna do is they wanted to cancel the Flash first, and they wanted to cancel it at issue three fifty, and as like a big anniversary issue, and then they were gonna end it, and then he was gonna show up, you know, a year or two later and die. Spoilers, <laughs> but. So because of that, Carrie Bates starts writing the story that starts here, and it's something that we've been suggested to do on the show before, but it's so long. It went on for years and years and years, and because it, it's, what, 30? It's like 30 issues, pretty much. Because that's what you said. They stretched it out to try to time it up with Flash, uh, Crisis of Nerves, right? Yeah, and I don't think there's ever been a story that's stretched out more than The Trial of the Flash, because it's... There are whole issues that are just like just there for recap and like they do all these bizarre things and I'll I'll quickly recap at the end but it's just something that never it wasn't there's not enough interesting stuff in it for us to ever do it on the show but I do want to just like hit a couple bullet points of how it ends up this, when this, we're this done one, with this one this literally ends uh, I, I skipped a few a few issues this one literally begins with cliff uh, the last issue ends with a cliffhanger this show, next issue opens with a cliffhanger then it has a flashback to one of the earlier uh, flash stories then it ends on the same cliffhanger this literally yes. nothing <laughs> happened in that plot yes so so the only thing that's happened in the meantime between the last issue and this one is it's a, lot, flash... a lot happens apparently because he gets in the yeah. wife a lot happens where he well he, it's he he has a new fiance. Yeah, he yeah, has so around around it around issue three hundred, like Barry was still like mourning and everything, but it had been like a year or two, and he decided that he was gonna like kind of restart his life a little bit. He moves into a new apartment complex and he starts like he he has a slow and general and, and I actually I, I really enjoy the way this relationship advances. He starts like he starts by becoming friends with his neighbor, this woman Fiona Webb. She's and, exactly like the tel- the telepath, by the way, which confused me for Yes, a she does, but she is not. Yeah. And she it, it, it like a lot of it is him like, Am I ready to have friends? again am i ready to move into a new place and leave the home that i i lived in with my dead wife am i ready to leave it behind and he gets into this new apartment he meets fiona they start like hanging out a little bit they start you know they start dating and it is like a rather like i haven't read it in years but i if i recall it reads like like very much like a better take than what we've seen about him like dealing with like can I replace Iris? Will she always be like my soulmate? And I just, should I be hung up on it? And like things that like I've seen lots of people in real life deal with and go through. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's coupled with, you know, you got to fight Captain Cold and stuff. But like, I remember being surprised at how much I enjoyed that, like lead into him, like kind of starting this new chapter of his life. And they end up getting engaged. And this is, we're about to look at his wedding. Now, Ryan, do you like Fiona? 
Uh, she's okay. From reading this, like, I, I got, like, nothing from Fiona. I kind of got, like, nothing from Iris. Because I'm always interested in, like, the superhero girlfriends, whether or not they have a personality beyond being like, yeah. I'm just a wife that's worried about you when you go out. Well, if you, if you're, if and, you're, if you guys don't get anything from her, I guess what? Apparently DC didn't get either because this is like her last appearance. This story. Yes, <laughs> pretty much. So the thing is, the thing is, when I talk about 70s and 80s comics and like, I know I'm, I'm usually the one on the show that's like looking at the, like extra looking at things like from feminist perspectives and things yeah, like that. Yeah. But like, I have to turn that off to read comics before like the late 90s. Uh, Just like there's obviously there's exceptions there. There yeah. are really great, you know, women characters from before then. But like love interests for male superheroes like there's not a lot yeah, to work that's with. that's all so, like, i got really from fiona was that she was kind of like she's only interesting in that barry can juxtapose his relationship with iris against yes. her and that's, which obviously that is not a well-written female character it by is not any stretch yeah. all she, all she does and like that barry uh is uh, late, late to, to her wedding because yeah. this is gonna what a, what a issue... little complaint <laughs> yeah <laughs> Like, and, and it's the kind of thing that, like, they, yes, it is really shitty that the, like, only woman in the story is used just as a vehicle to show a man developing. The, the first woman gets murdered, the second woman is just there to be uh, pining for her lover. Yeah, and, like, I recognize that that's, that's definitely shitty, and I'm glad you brought that up, Daryl. But if we're going to talk about, like, the nuances of writing, like, emotional characters with personalities, even with that... This that story leading up to this is still more than usual. So I like mm. I find it like we were saying before, more interesting from a development of comics as a storytelling medium rather than like this holds up. Yeah, it's like it's above average even if the average stinks. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So it the issue starts with it's the Justice League satellite and it's just Firestorm and Wonder Woman talking basically recapping that like Flash, you know, but he's Firestorm was like, the... "Why does Flash get to marry and I don't? Why am I single?" Oh, Barbara. Yeah. And Wonder Woman's like, you know, part of the Justice League, like, we don't intrude on each other's lives. But here's a recap of all the stuff Ryan just said, pretty much. I was confused for a second because I didn't expect Barry to get married again so fast. I was like, is this a flashback or something? But no, it's <laughs> he's ready to get married, like, 30 issues later. Yeah. And th the fact that his wife doesn't even know he's the Flash, I'm like, mm, you might be rushing into this, Barry. Well, apparently his first watch his wife didn't know either until, like, a year later. It has been four years yeah, that's another thing. Time, like... time jumps are also rare in comics too. That's another. That's another way why it's weird. Because no, it's not that it's a time jump. It's that we skipped ahead four years in the flashback. No, but even then, like to acknowledge that, because uh, basically Marvel, Marvel, Marvel. Oh, like, I see what you're saying. Marvel's like the only comic that ever did that, and they stopped at the 1970. Like literally, 1970 is the last year to acknowledge actual time differences. A lot of times, oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, time yeah. had changed, had passed. That's actually that's not even fully, fully true. Uh, X Men, Claremont's X Men also acts mm -hmm. like oh, a year ago in this, this issue, they, they do randomly. It's really random when they do it and when they don't. But for the most part, they don't acknowledge that it happened in real time. Yeah. And they, what's I think what made it seem like a rush to me was that his parents hadn't met her yet. I'm like, yeah. That's, I mean, yeah. And they're like, you know, we trust Barry. If he loves her, you know, that's fine. But mm -hmm. it's, they're like, this is kind of weird that we never met her and they're getting married. I, I just want to point out real quick before I forget. Um, I never knew Barry's real name was Barons, by the way. Uh, it's not. It's Bartholomew. But they call him Barris in his entire story arc. I know. It's the same thing like Adrian Zoom. It's just not right. <laughs> okay, so I, I was like, I was like, Barry's even more of a dork than I thought. Okay, he's Bartholomew. Yeah, well, I mean, it's speaking of him being a huge dork, so he goes to hang out with his parents, like, right before the wedding, and his dad is his best man, because I guess he doesn't have any fucking friends. <laughs> yeah, what happened to Frank? <laughs> but the thing, the thing that is... The thing that is nice is that, like, he, he. This is one of the reasons why a lot of people hate Flashpoint, and like m myself included, is that Barry 
which is very rare for superheroes, has a regular and like good relationship with his parents where he like talks to them about like Iris's death at point at points. And, uh, like, Superman. He, but Superman didn't have it at this point. He didn't have it at this point. This, this was he didn't have parents until they rebooted him in the 80s. Yeah. Like, they, they, they've always been dead at this point. Yeah, it was because oh, of, like, yeah, so that's, so technically Continuity. Superboy, <laughs> technically Superboy did have it, so there is some truth to what Dallas said. Superboy did have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, 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 uh, but Barry, as an adult, yeah. still, like, talking to his parents for advice, and, like, like, that to me is, like, really rare, even today. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's one of those annoying things in fiction. They always have to amp up everything. You can't just have a normal character. So every par- everyone's parents have to be dead. Always. Never have a <laughs> yeah. normal person, well-adjusted, has a nice family life. They have to be f- f- orphaned. Uh, yeah, it's sort of like uh, how Disney princesses can't have both a mom and a dad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Story. yeah. Uh, yeah. Elsa, so- you fuck. <sighs> I said most, I thought. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, Mulan. <laughs> also, their parents are dead. Spoilers for the beginning of the movie. Or they're gone. They might be alive. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, anyway. anyway. <laughs> so his parents, Nora and Henry, are talking. And, like, this this to me reads pretty true, like, of where Nora's like, you know, him and Iris were so perfect together. I don't know if, like, I'm ready to, like, accept this Fiona person as, like, a new person. And her dad and his dad's just like, now, look, she's gone. It's taken Barry four years to get here. Don't ruin it. Don't mention Iris. Just let Barry... Like, we have to trust him mm-hmm. to and like people rush into relationships after something tragic like that. And like, I, yeah. I feel like they're actually talking about like a real personal issue here, which is unexpected. I, I should, I should <laughs> clarify the reason why it feels weird to me. Cause it feels more again, like the silver age, like in one issue, Lois Superman are getting married and it feels like it's going to be undone by the end of the issue. And, so it, it feels like Silver Age plot pacing, kind of. Like. But counterpoint to mm-hmm. that is, it's not Superman and Lois Lane. This is a new love interest. If I know, it but was like, Barry and but, but like, like Barry like, had introduced like when had had that mermaid girlfriend and stuff like that. And yeah, be, <laughs> but I mean, like for them to introduce a new love interest when I think everyone expected Iris to come back from the dead. Yeah. I feel like and having her stick around now for it's been I think two or three years in comic time with her being a regular character. Like that's. To me, that's that's like I guess I guess that's, that's, what, that's, that's I guess pretty that's, bold. That's that's how I feel. Yeah. That's kind of the way I feel about it. This feels like an ex, like kind of like Game of Thrones. Uh, when you look at it, it's kind of an extended fantasy story. If you if you look at Ned as the heroic fa- the, the father figure rather than the heroic lead, uh, like his his role seems a lot more expected than you might see when you when you. Oh, I see, it. I see. Yeah, this yeah, feels yeah. this seems like an extended Silver Age story. Like when you look at it. When you read the whole entire trial of Barry Allen, it is exactly yeah. like a Silver Age story. It's just really stretched okay, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. So then all this sort of emotional, like, real talk is totally squashed, where Barry is now, like, getting ready. He's putting on his bow tie. He's getting his hair done. And uh, one of the Green Lantern's bosses, the Guardian of the Universe, shows up in the mirror. And he's just like, just wanted to let you know, uh, you imprisoned Reverse Flash, but then there was a universal gravity beam or some bullshit, and he's back now. Just it's wanted to give you a heads up. purple lightning bolt released him from all these threads in his time limbo. Yeah, uh, guess it's... what, guys? It's immoral to kill him, but it's moral to send him to time hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where he, even if he did repent and change, uh, he's, he's still stuck hell. here forever. He's <laughs> yeah. Stuck yeah. In time hell. So, so Barry's like, "Oh, I left him stranded for attorney, but no longer he's escaped. The man who murdered my wife has escaped." And at this time, the his parents come in and they're like, "How are you doing? You ready?" And they just see him crying in his bed, mm-hmm. and they're just like, "Oh, he must be thinking about Iris. We'll give him a minute to himself." And then basically, Barry's like, "Well, if Reverse Flash is out here and he's talking to the Guardian now, 
And his parents leave. They're not also talking to the Guardian. And he's like, I need to face him alone. This guy's like, he's my nemesis. I need to deal with it. And he gets in his costume and runs off to fight him. When, when, by the so, way, when Ryan said that the Guardian didn't talk to uh, Barry Allen's mom and dad, I was picturing like the Guardian be like, oh, I had to meet, meet Mrs., Mrs. Allen in the flesh, the most important person in the universe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He should have known, right? Yeah. <laughs> So, so then Barry runs off, and then they go in, and his tux is left on the bed, and they're like, oh no, where is he going? And they know he's the Flash, which is another cool thing that he confided in them and told them that he was the Flash. And they're mm-hmm. like, he, it must be really important for him to risk missing his wedding. I feel like that's loyal to, or at least like the CW show had done that a lot, where pretty much like everyone knows Barry's the Flash. Yeah. But, like, because Barry's so optimistic and trusting, like, he does bring in a lot more people than the average superhero. Yeah. Which, like, I I think that's really cool. Like, that's why he has such a good relationship with Green Lantern and the Elongated Man and his parents. I I just enjoy how many people know he's the Flash. It is very different from something like Superman where it's, like, no one knew. I I like that because I always – my hated thing is always that bullshit. Like, this is the stuff I hated – my secret identity. Yeah, I gotta, yeah. I gotta go to the ball, but Spider-Man's going to be at the <laughs> fair tonight. I gotta, can't be both places at once. Yeah. So Barry's now reminiscing about something that happened last issue about how uh, there was some like hitman or whatever that was strung up for Barry. Like, hey, here, I saved you, and he was like, that must be uh, the Reverse Flash just trolling me now that I know he's out. So I'm gonna go back to that scene of the crime, and he's standing in front of a statue of Reverse Flash that's in the Flash Museum, and the statue starts playing a recording that's like, hey, Barry, fuck you, you finally figured it out, you dumb piece of shit. (laughs) And so Barry destroys the the statue, and he's like, no, I hate you. And he just keeps trolling him. He's like, how's single life, huh? Oh, don't you have, I heard you have a new girlfriend. You got a big wedding, huh? You know what? Maybe maybe I'll pay her a visit. You know, maybe we'll get together and we'll reminisce about all our hot times with Iris together. And and like I'm not exaggerating. He says these things. Yeah. He's a real mm-hmm. shitty guy. Mm-hmm. So then all like we see at the wedding, all of Barry's friends start showing up. We have like some like some of his neighbors, some of his friends, some Ralph of his coworkers. Dibney. Ralph Dibney's there, the elongated man. You know, the same people that were at the funeral, but a bunch of new characters, like I said, like his neighbors and stuff. It's funny how comics work where I wouldn't give one shit about Ralph Dibney without having read 52 and Identity Crisis. And I'm like, oh, good old Ralph. Yeah, and he's like, oh, Sue's home with the flu. I'm so (laughs) sorry she couldn't make it. But, like, this feels very domestic to me. And that's what I like about the way a lot of The Flash was at this during this time period is, like, it's focused... Mm. They're trying to put the focus more on Barry than the Flash because they realize Barry was, like, pretty boring. And, like, after Iris's death, as weird as it sounds, they do a lot to make Barry, like, a more a, a more real character. And so we see, like, Fiona's getting ready and talking to her friends, and she's like, I'm so happy. She talks about how Barry's, like, such a hunk, and, like, I, I don't know about and, that. And his friend's <laughs> like, I thought she was nor- ordinary. What the fuck? Yeah, 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 yeah. And so Flash is now just looking everywhere for Reverse Flash, and he's running across the ocean and just looking everywhere. And there's lots of cuts of just, like, the people in the pews being like, where's Barry? Where's Barry? I, I love this because they're, like, they're already, like, uh, they're, like, they're just late. And it's like, this is too much for Barry. I know he's always late, but this is too much. If you're next issue, he's, oh, he's 30 minutes late. I'm like, Barry's perpetually late. I feel like 30 minutes is, like... For your wedding, but I don't know. At, at a wedding, <laughs> I like, know, but like, how, how late is Barry usually then? Like five minutes late? Like, oh, you you lazy sack of shit! Like, how late is he usually then? <laughs> but thirty minutes, like, you have a lot of scheduled things you have to get through at a wedding. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It just seems like uh, like a perpetually tardy character. How late is he? Be, yeah. Beware, Sly's future wife. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for when he's gonna show up. I'm not perpetually. I don't know. Sly's very punctual. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think he's a perpetually tardy character. So 
Barry goes to Iris and, and his home that they had that he had moved out of, and there's a trap that as soon as he steps in, it explodes because the first class is just such a piece of shit. And they have a comedy scene where people are like, "They we just bought this house. We're the we're the new owners," and they walk in on the house exploding, and they're like, "Let's get out yeah. of here." And then finally, Barry Allen meets up with reverse flash as Fiona is like realizing as they finally tell her like he's not here we don't know where he is and you get this like this page where it's cut in half by a lightning bolt like diagonally and you have Fiona crying while Barry's parents are like don't worry she'll he'll be here he'll be here I have faith in him while Barry is getting like what's like like choked by the reverse flash running behind him and that ends the first issue of this arc so then issue 324 opens with a baby stroller running away from this nurse. It's a cliche uh, scene, the baby stroller going on a hill. Flash yeah, and stuff. then someone, a Flash rescues. He looks so much like the reverse Flash. Okay, so is this, because I was like, this is just weird. Is it purposeful? Because uh, uh, first, I, uh, like, the only, they don't show his... Face, I think it, you're supposed to assume it's the Flash because of the yellow boots and red pants. But, but, but they, then... they say, they say, hey, Kid Flash is coming here. Like they say, they announce it before they reveal his face. It feels like. Oh, it's yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It just feels yeah. like the artist. It feels it, like. It, it, it could be done better. It's basically Kid Flash shows up, she rescues his baby stroller, and then he's like, oh, I gotta go to the my uncle's wedding because I'm late. But see, but, 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 uh, Wally's statement's slain. Everyone's like, whatever. Oh, there you go. No, Wally? <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think it would matter if just his nephew. I know, I'm fucking around. I'm, I'm fucking around. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, he shows up and he's like, "Oh, Ralph Dibney, where's where's my uncle?" And they're like, "He hasn't shown up either." And he's like, "That's where he's not. That's not like him to be late." And then for the re- the rest of this issue, man, did I not enjoy it. Like my eyes were glazing over just like reading this because this almost this entire issue is Barry fighting with Professor Zoom, and. Barry never talks this entire time. So all these word bubbles, you get like dozens per page. It's See, all Professor Zoom just shit talking him. I, See, I, 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 I love like that. that. I like that. I just... Hey, like I want banter. I want like, at least like Barry to like talk back to him. Instead, it's just the whole time. It's like but Professor Zoom. But this just shows Zoom. how serious Barry is. I feel like Barry being so mad that he's not. He's not. There's no longer like a, a superior banter fight. Now he's going out. Like Zoom is still treating like it is. But Barry's just going to fight him. He's just trying to kick his ass. And also, he's doing such fucked up stuff. They're fighting in the Antarctic, and Zoom runs up a mountain and carves the ice so it looks like Iris. And he's like, hey, hey, you remember what your wife looks like? And then he smashes it, and he's like, just like I killed your wife, am I right? I'm going to vibrate through her head. And then he causes an avalanche on it. It's crazy and to then... me how much faster he must be than the Flash to, in the middle of a fight, have the time to make an ice sculpture or to write in the sand, your wife is dead or whatever. That's, 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 that's why I like this issue, because this whole issue is Pretty much uh, Ebert Don being a smoke piece of shit. So the whole time you're like, God, I hope fucking Barry snaps his fucking neck. Yeah. And so then he causes a tidal wave. They end up uh, grabbing onto a rocket and then like fighting in space for a little while. Man, then they it's crash just down. so much reading for stuff I don't care about. And then he writes in the ground, guess who's going to kill your wife again? <laughs> <laughs> and this is the first thing Barry says all issue is he yells, no, no, you won't. Not again. As they approach the church. And so mm-hmm. Reverse Flash is running towards Fiona. She's now storming out because it's been like two hours or something. She's cr- She was crying during the fight, too. Like, as they're fighting, she's just like, he's not coming. She's like, she's and... like it's a joke. She's playing a joke on me. She's crying as she's walking out of the, out of the church. Reverse Flash is heading towards her. And uh, he's about to put his hand in her head and, and drill a hole into it like she did to Iris. And he yells again, no, not again, Barry not does. again. Barry does as he, yeah. as he snaps uh, Reverse Flash's neck. Yeah. Which I feel like the art could be a little more clear that 
It's, it's more of a twist because yeah. he just grabs him, and then next 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 page they say, I don't, they reveal, I don't like the angle of that neck, and he's like, well, just as I feared, he's dead. Like, it's, it's more like a yeah. twist. Like, you just, I think it would be more impactful. I agree with Daryl, though, if we like see... Yeah, like you see the head it? bending in a way it shouldn't bend. I feel like that would be because when I was reading this, I was looking at it, it's like he grabbed him, and then I thought maybe he was like because of how blurry their waists are. I'm like maybe he's punching him in like the spine or something, and then he kind of just falls over, and the Flash looks surprised that he fell over as they're so like part- in the ground. So I think the reason why they do this, I agree with you, Daryl, that it should have been that way. But I think part of the reason they do it is because the whole trial, the Flash arc, is all its issues and issues are based around what was his motivation? Did he have to do it? Mm-hmm. And should he be guilty? Because like a lot of the argument is with his powers, he's so powerful. Look at the things he does. He could have stopped him other ways. And they have Kid Flash testify as like a speedster expert. And like Wally even says like. Barry's so good at being the Flash, I don't think he had to kill him. I think he chose to kill him. And, like, things like that that I think they intentionally obfuscate it here in the art so that Mm. you're then, like, as the reader, also pouring over the evidence tapes and everything. But I just think it's it's not as powerful as as a story if we don't see it. I also suspect it might be censorship because I know it tells from the crypt a lot of times Mm. stuff is said in narration that you don't see on page. Because they're afraid of censorship uh, complaints. I mean, um, mm, they're afraid of interesting. Uh, they're afraid of like uh, you know people complaining about it. So they'll still have like they'll say like this character I cut in half, but it'll only be in narration. You'll never actually see the character cut in half. So I, I wonder if mm. it's they don't want or to silhouetted. See, yeah, they don't yeah. want to see a character. That's interesting. Well, so, um, I can't believe there's a, a, a whole like arc after this about the trial because I'm like in what world I get what you're saying that in, in a lot of self-defense <laughs> legal things in, in different places they'll say if you have an option to not kill you should take yeah. that first but it's like it, in the in the event where someone is literally plunging the knife at your wife's neck yeah. and you grab them and it's like you should have been good enough at your job at, at, at wrangling him to not snap his neck it's like it's a, it's a sign of, of the naive uh, not naive but like the more I guess like, I guess naive, but like naive, the more yeah. every, every, like Silver Age was like everything. The cops are great. Every, like now, by modern context, if you see a cop like pull out a gun to stop a guy running out with a knife, no one will second judge that guy, that cop. They'll be like, okay, whatever. Like, uh, like I would say, like we we might complain about it as social justice warriors. I know, but like but the, the, the criminal, the, the the justice system would probably side with yes, the cop. Exactly. Would like, you if, like, if someone someone was running at him with a knife? You'd be like, well, you can't you can't use a gun against a knife. No, you'd well, be like you're, I just you're I know, but like that, that's that's that, that's um, this like this is this is uh like back when people thought people cared about that stuff like our justice system worked all the time. Now mm. we I I think we think we know a little bit better in a lot of cases. So like uh, this whole scenario would not happen where people are really questioning the moral character of this hero as he was saving somebody else and actually murdering, potentially accidentally murdering the guy who's trying to kill that person. Also, one thing that I want to point out is. In comic history and in story for the trial, they point out that a superhero has never murdered anyone before in the DC universe. Hmm. And having a, they said like, this is an important, because a lot of times you'll see, especially cases that like become media cases or go up to the Supreme Court or anything. They're not always about this specific instance. They're about setting the precedent. And this is, this is like when Marvel had characters like the Punisher and all this stuff, but this is the early eighties. DC didn't really have a lot of that edgier stuff yet. And having a high profile member of the justice league 
kill somebody raises a lot of questions about their extrajudicial authority. Like, who appointed... Because Flash is not a cop. I mean, Barry Allen is a cop, but they don't know that. (laughs) Flash is still just a guy that's doing this of his own accord. Mm -hmm. You know, like, if, if someone ran at me with a knife and I shot them, I might get acquitted, but it would still go to trial. You know, mm-hmm. like, like, look at like the uh, the George Zimmerman case. Like, he he didn't even have a knife, you know, and that still went to trial, and he was acquitted for it. For and he used like the stand your ground self defense argument that like these things go to trial. It, and yeah, having but, this like, in, those, th- in a lot of those cases, like, they're more uh, like questionable. Like in in this case, it is hundred percent. Everyone knows he was literally. But they and, still and, go to trial. But, but they no, just but, get acquitted. But but, but, but like he's, he's not a police officer. But, like, the mayor or somebody, like, he has a museum in town. It's probably, like, a main tourist attraction. Like, they're not going to tear down the Flash Museum and, and, and j- just uh, on this uh, uh, questionable case. Like, maybe I'm missing my cynical side showing, but, like, there's no way, like, uh, they would have fucking gone after the Flash in real life, I feel like. But I find, I, I think that if a superhero like this that is the a vigilante... That yeah, yeah, and, 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 and if I, if I, if the world, if like this is like still in the seventies where people were still had liberal ideals and not the Punisher. I mean, this is eighty three. This is Reagan. Yeah, this, this is too much before we were transitioning towards that. But even comic writers are still pretty liberal because they were, um, you know, living in New York and stuff for the most part. Uh, but like, um, I, I agree with you. But I feel like uh, imagining this in the real world, this probably wouldn't happen. I think I think that it's an interesting enough case to explore about when a super popular superhero yes. kills for the first time. I get the idea, like yeah, a superhero is killing someone, but I just I I can't I I don't know how the trial happens, but I'm like I can't imagine anyone finding him guilty. Like self defense, it seems to be like one of those things that almost every legal system in the world understands that if you are if someone is trying to but kill but you, part of the part of the point of what they're saying is because the average jury does not understand like the main case that the prosecution is trying to point in the trial is they don't understand what it's like to be the flash. They don't understand. They don't think they make the case that he wasn't actually in like, no one was in as much danger as they thought because that's why they have Wally West testify. And Wally says, I think he could have stopped him another way. And that's the only speedster. Do they bring up that professor zoom is also a speedster? Cause I feel yeah, like, yeah, bear, Barry stopping him, like he was fighting someone with his powers. I yeah. feel like the excessive yeah. force is also also spoilers revealed that Abracadabra, a, a time shot from the future, brainwashed the jury to convict Barry. Oh my yes. god! Right. Okay. But okay, but, right, but, but it's funny. But Ryan's like building it up. I, I skimmed ahead. <laughs> like it, it's yeah, it it ends really really dumb. But I'll get to that after we cover this one last issue. But th- this argument that we're having right now is why I think a trial would be necessary to address this. Because keep in mind, they don't just cuff him, like in the 60s when like Batman was framed into killing someone and they immediately put him in jail forever and sentence him. Like They don't just cuff him and sentence him. They give him a trial. And I think that that is interesting. That, that, that is the biggest subversion from the, from the Silver Age in the long yeah. run. Because um, it is treated like a real trial for the most part. Yeah. Uh, so this issue is largely just the fallout of the, you know, the murder, yeah. manslaughter, self-defense, whatever. Um, <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, he's, you know, he's trying to get away from the media. He's running away with, with, uh... He's, he's still dressed up as Flash and he goes and sees Fiona, his, you know, his bride-to-be. And he has to try and comfort her. And his parents are like, oh, it must be so difficult that he has to comfort her as Flash. But she doesn't know that he's the Flash. So she just has to hear... Like, she's shitting all over Barry Allen, and he's the Flash. Yeah. 
Yeah, and uh, the supervillains, all the Flash supervillains get together and break uh, into the morgue to steal um, Reverse Flash's corpse. Captain Cold, the Trickster, Captain, Captain Boomerang. So these are the rogues. Yeah. 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 Uh, and the thing that I love about this is, first, they break his body out, and they give, like, this... They, they're... I'm, I'm gonna go non-linear, because this yeah. happens, like, in the background throughout the issue. They give him, like, a funeral speech, and, like, they... they give him like a eulogy and then they basically are like just kidding fuck you and they do like the supervillain equivalent of piss on his grave and just like blow up his corpse and they're like no fuck you you're an asshole like I, I you, you you got killed by the flash yeah, they you're say that shit. we've all been defeated by the flash which is not that bad but getting killed by him ruins our reputation so fuck you yeah, they do this a lot in modern comics where they have the funeral villains are like, "We're human. We have a funeral for a friend." But these guys are like, "No, fuck you. We're up his fucking corpse." <laughs> and and that the only reason that's one of the only reasons I included this issue is because like we are going to talk about the rogues later on, and I just like this is a perfect example of them where they do all their like. They're, they break into the morgue. They steal the body. They do all these things just to be petty and assholes. And be like, "Fuck you." <laughs> yeah. Uh... And then, uh, Captain so, Boomerang, a big, yeah. uh, just the big thing about him is that he has a spaceship that's a boomerang. Yes, yes I'm does. like, this is the worst idea ever. <laughs> how does it fly? Yeah. Whatever. He, no, not just that. It's like, think how sick you're gonna be just in the spaceship. Uh, they have inertial well, it doesn't dabblers. spin, does it? Does they it have spin? inertial dampers. It has to. It's a boomerang. It's a boomerang. Look at it. It's move. It's spinning a. Bo- <laughs> I'm fine. Do you know why I'm fine with this? Because the new Star Trek has the same shit, and they say, "Oh, it's inertial adapter or some bullshit." I'm like, fine. Yeah, Whatever. that is it's a thing a- in a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, ships. Yeah. Uh, and then it's he- just why not have a regular? Uh, oh, yeah, that's a bigger problem. Why not have a regular ship? <laughs> what? He's Captain Boomerang. He's not Captain Spaceship. Yeah. <laughs> then he goes so then to- Flash gets a- Flash gets arrested. Oh no, first. Flash goes as Barry to his girlfriend, who's like completely broken. Well, over- well, what he's doing? What I, this touch that I really like. I, li- that, I like this part too. Yeah, is that he's running around and he just starts like saving people. It's like a stampeding elephant. He stops by using his arm to create wind tunnel and blow it over. Yeah. He saves a biker that gets into an accident. He saves a jet that's about to crash. And then Wally is running alongside him and it's like, hey, I noticed that since um, Professor Zoom has died, you've been like on a nonstop rescuing marathon because you're trying to cover for the fact that like you murdered someone. Like you're trying to outweigh it with the good that you can do. He did good already by killing Professor Zoom. They also, they also, they also, I, I, oh, one thing about the murder uh, question, they also, they're charging a manslaughter, by the way, not murder. So I find, yeah. if you say murder, they charge a manslaughter. They charge him with manslaughter, yeah. but again, I'm like... Uh, it's so, like, it's you, like, so you don't think he should go to trial? We, we should we should note, too, that uh, Phil is sympathetic with Kira from Death Note, so just keep that in mind. My thing is that, my thing is I don't think he should go, should go to trial. My thing is, uh, considering how our justice system works nowadays, like how, how tied Barry is to the city, he's more tied to any other hero. It will look bad yeah. for everyone to have him go to, to go to full trial. Like I just, I, I just, I am fine with thinking with with the argument that it is justified and he deserved to die and that Barry didn't do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. I am not fine with the cops making that decision. He he should go to trial. He should face the jury. Like. Yeah, I, I think the that the what they were saying is realistically, yeah. like you know, in a modern. I should, world, I should, I should say won. I would like a, a more a modern, realistic take on this, where it's more about everyone wants to get him off, but he feels like like he wants to go through the process because, real, realistically, everyone would want to cover their asses because how how tied they are to him. Like he's not just a, he's yeah, not just yeah. a hero. He's 
the museum is after him. He's working with the cops all the time. He's he's he's, yeah. he's very. T- it's like Batman killed somebody while the police were working for all this time. Like it's, it's very. Look, it will make Commissioner Gordon look like a police shit. Like it's a very political yeah. move. Yeah. Like yeah, the, but, and that's one thing. Like the trial, it's long, and like I said, it's got a lot of fluff, and like it, it probably would be great if it was half the length. But the reason why I still really enjoy that story is because it gives you a lot of. There's a lot of counter arguments where there are people making the exact same arguments that you guys are making. Before it gets derailed by a bunch of comic book bullshit. But, like, it's... Especially for 1983. Like, it is... that That is just... You don't get stories with that much, like... Like, us arguing about the political merits of that, that is crazy that that was in a story that early in DC. Yeah, especially... especially Marvel, maybe, yeah, especially, but not especially DC. Especially Flash of all characters, this... Guy yeah, was trickster. Because Flash was such a, a pure, untainted character. As everyone else, like as Batman got darker again, as Superman was more grounded after, uh, like Danny O'Neill relaunched him. After Green Lantern, Green Arrow, you know, like put Green Lantern back in, like looking through a political lens. Like Flash was still very much this like pure, un like optimistic, never do anything wrong character. And having this kind of nuanced look at it is to me like fascinating. Yeah, I can appreciate. I guess I can appreciate that. I, I think the reason I'm hung up on it is I'm like. I just can't imagine a world where you have a like someone like a serial killer breaks into your someone house comes at you with a gun. That's another thing. Yeah. People, if, if they found out that uh, like all you have to do is reveal that you're born to kill somebody, and everyone's like, "Oh, a speedster that's willing to murder." Okay, Barry Allen's I'll get, like, and and the fact that he it wasn't that he's willing to murder. He had the gun. Yeah, essentially, yeah. in this situation, he, a serial killer has. The and gun also, and also, and also all those disasters. Like he wrote, and all you have to do is say Barry has to be like. He had a heroin ring. Yeah, he was exactly. In charge like, of. <laughs> okay, my question is, whose call is that to make? Uh, yeah, that Barry should be acquitted, yeah, but, if not a jury yeah, and a judge. Well, I, I, my, my thing is not you're not. He should go to trial. My, my, he my, should go to trial. Yeah, yeah. No, my thing is not uh, you're I, wrong, Ryan. My thing is just uh, how people are reacting. Seems, and, seems and very, it should, it should much, be like right. Yeah, it, it should be like yes, he should go to trial because that's the way it should be. But like, there should be. It, it's almost no question when if a guy comes, a serial killer comes to your house and puts a gun at your wife, or I, and you shoot him, that people aren't like, well, couldn't you have shot him in the hands to disarm him? It's like, <laughs> and no, people, he, but, was, but people do do that. People do question. Yeah, but they're they're crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like that is a crazy. No, but thing. but 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 the thing is. We, especially now, as as we start to we we started as a society to talk a lot more about police accountability. Mm-hmm. You hear those arguments all the time of like use non lethal force and de escalation tactics and everything to prevent police from killing people. These are real things that are part of the regular conversation. And yes, there are clear cut examples where lethal force was justified and there's clear-cut examples where it was not justified and then there's stuff in the middle and the fact that no one can see how fast the flash can go to me for the average person would put this justifying a trial i'm not saying justifying an acquittal but i think it justifies going into and asking these kind of questions because when you're like why doesn't the cop people say like why doesn't the cop shoot him in the leg or why don't they use tasers and everything we it is a lot easier for us to understand what it would be like to be a police officer than to be a speedster that's fair, and I, I do often, like, I, I'm saying this because I do think that the, the arguments, like, shoot him in the legs or whatever, like, I think the de-escalation arguments work way better when it's a, an obvious imbalance of power where someone yes. is not armed or with a, a melee weapon and they get shot to death. You're like, okay, did you need to shoot? But, like, when, when I made this example, situation when where I made example, equal power. When I made an example, wasn't like, oh, you guys... Like miles away. I mean, like he's on top of you for knife stabbing into you, and you shoot him. Right. That's why. Yeah, I, yeah. Right. But Marshall. the question is also, who says that they're equal powers? The only word you have is the Flash saying he's just. Yeah, as yeah that's why you go to trial. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm cynical because we've seen so many cases don't go to trial in the real world. Yeah. Yeah. I and, guess. And, and that, I guess that's yeah. fair. That like, who knows how fast that he was about to kill him or whatever. But... Only the guy charged with the crime. Yeah. 
Can, please, let's end yeah. this, please. Yeah. So anyway, Barry, Barry, like, pours into the work. He saves a bunch of people, and he's like, you know, I'll never, you know, I'll always have this, like, I killed somebody, I have to live with that. And then the cops are reviewing the tapes, and they see, like, oh, I think, I think, you know, this seems like he did this on purpose. You know, we got to take him in. Barry visits Fiona, the, uh, and she's like really broken up and he has to sneak in cause she's sedated and he's like, don't worry, I'm here. And then he's like, I gotta go. And the doctors, she's talking to the doctors and she's like, Barry was here. And they're like, no, you're crazy. Yeah. And that kind of breaks her and gives her a nervous breakdown. And for the rest of the story, she's just hospitalized. And then she's never mentioned again. Wow. <laughs> Wait, ever like, again? They did her dirty. Ever again. Yeah. Yeah, pretty terrible. Jesus. Wow. Because yeah. I thought Barry would at least return to her or something. Yeah. I guess he dies after this, right? Uh, yeah, so, oh, so yeah. okay. So he ends with him getting arrested. And I just want to briefly talk about... Yeah, the issue The issue ends with him getting arrested and being... Shame just, just real quick. How how do the cops have videotape of like when they're moving that fast? The, the, the wedding, wedding photographer, photographer was there. Wedding photographer. They explained that. We, we saw him there. He had just arrived I, I think he's saying like there's going so fast. But it, I, theoretically, one frame should have... Like, well, I guess how would you yeah. see the like motions and stuff? I don't know. I'm, so, I'm assuming uh, that's 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 bullshit because they'll need like a hundred frames per second camera or something like that. But whatever, it's not. It's a really nice goddamn. <laughs> yeah. <camera. laughs> yeah, you know, it's like just imagine it's like like how you know how Tony Stark changed the technology in Marvel Universe. Imagine. Uh, f- f- fucking Batman created a super camera and this guy got it. It's super cheap now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want to briefly mention, we talked about all this nuance about accountability, about the ethics, about who, how do we judge powers. Yeah. The series ends with uh, Barry. It turns out that the... the, the so, okay, hold on. Can I do yes, this? <laughs> so, so Barry goes to trial and the beginning of the trial arc is very much that, in my opinion. It's And it's been a while since I read it, but like I remember it being like a lot of arguments from both sides. They bring in expert witnesses of other speedsters like Wally, all this kind of stuff. And it is really back and forth. They, they decide that Barry has to unmask, but Gorilla Grodd beats him to a pulp and he has to get plastic surgery so he looks like somebody else. It's pretty weird. Then, oh no, 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 I'm sorry. Some guy named Big Sir beats him to a pulp, and then Gorilla Plastic Surgeons <laughs> changes. Oh, yeah, face. don't give, give, give Gorilla Clock credit. I, I'm sorry, I misspoke. And then in the, in the 60s, there was this weird thing where Iris, you guys are going to hate this so much, but <laughs> Iris, Iris was an orphan from the future that came back here to live. And that was like an old 60s thing. And Carrie Bates brings it back to end this story where. Iris, one of the jurors was like a 400 pound man that it actually was Iris's mind put in his body because the. Oh my god, I just read that. Future. Okay, I didn't know. Okay, so his, her soul was in his mind. Okay, that's. Yeah, her soul was in his mind. So her parents from the future had brought her back to the future, like her soul, and then brought her, put her back in the jury to help acquit Barry as Abracadabra was brainwashing the rest of the jury. Another future villain who got bored and was like, I'm going to be a villain. Yeah, it's all really, really, really dumb. But the story ends with Iris getting back in her original body and her and Barry... Reti- like retiring to the future the, the together. So, so happens on this issue, by the way, and the comments on, yes. on the comments on this issue are like, "What the fuck is the storytelling? What what yes. does he say about Fiona? Like, Nothing. does he say anything about her afterwards? No. Like, that's just such a weird thing to be like. Oh yeah, yeah. I was gonna marry someone else, but now that you're here, actually, that love was all a shame. This happens yeah, a lot. Yeah, it's, especially it's I, bad. I, I, it's not good. Especially because I'm imagining for the infant crisis, they wanted him to be back of Iris. Um, maybe to set up for Wally's so I, I'm pretty sure that editorial told Carrie Bates halfway through his story that it has to end with Iris and Barry retiring to the future together. And, and that's why because that's, that's why compared to a stretched out story, 
Because I can see a, like a Superman, Lois dies in the first act, Superman marries somebody else, but then it turns out Lois's mind was stuck in another body, and like that feels bad. <laughs> yeah. That's it's a very really, really story dumb. when you now it. But like when you stretch it out, it creates more nuance in between the scenes, just like like Game of Thrones did by stretching out certain plot yeah. points and you see. But like I, I'm just I'm convinced that Carrie Bates wanted Fiona to be the new love interest, and that something else would have happened from this after this after the trial. But DC needed Barry to end up with Iris in the future for Christ's on Infinite Earths to work the way it does. And like, I'm, I'm, I, there's no doubt in my mind that that's not Carrie's idea. Cause it's so disjointed from the rest of the arc. It's so And weird. so weird to have yeah. the whole arc be like so long and then to end one issue. Not only the whole arc, that's the last issue I of Carrie say, on the whole, the, the, for 20 the, years. stretch out the trial so long, then the last issue ends like that. Like it feels like, he was like, keep yeah. keep circling in this flying formation, and then the last minute, like, okay, end the story now. And okay, and one issue. He went. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really weird. I hate <laughs> that's it. That's bad. I hate it. I hate yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. So, that's, so God. yeah, it's really dumb. So that's that's the end of Barry Allen. <laughs> so, what did you guys think of Reverse Flash? I liked it, honestly. Um, so I I had watched. Uh, and by watch, I mean I put on when I do stuff uh, quite a bit of the CW show, the first season, like a good like 15 or 16 episodes. And I feel like it, Yabor Thon there is way more interesting. Yes. Whereas like here I was I just reading it and I was like, yeah, what? it's just like, I guess he's more of an asshole than other guys. But so well, like, well, Fla- well, Flash in the show isn't really this Flash. I mean, the reverse Flash in that show. He starts out yeah. as yeah. this Flash and then he's forced to become something else. Uh, out of necessity, and he becomes more interesting. But I'm still saying, at least in comparison, because they're both called the same guy. I know, but I'm saying, like, uh, theoretically, the Flash in the show starts out as this Flash, as this reverse Flash. Like, it's only because of the events in the show that he becomes more interesting character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, reverse Flash is whatever for me. I'm like, <laughs> like, yeah. I found the Rogue Scout leader interesting, and it was giving me thoughts of, like, Batman, where I feel like they're very colorful, and they're actually, they seem, like, fairly distinct. Maybe it's because I've just heard Captain Boomerang's name so many <laughs> times, and I've, like, read about him, and I saw him in Suicide Squad, that now I'm like, yeah, he's a very distinct, you know, Rogue's Gallery Flash villain. But I'm like, they're, I'm they're really like curious fun. what you guys think of the rogues as we go forward. They're fun, and I kind of I see what you mean by that, the campiness can be fun, because it's like... Yeah. Well, how serious was Batman at this time? At this point, he was... I mean, I think we're like he, he three years away from Frank Miller's year one. Yeah, he, okay, he, so then his rogues gallery would still be fun like this, No, they, they actually had... That, that's the interesting thing about Batman at this time. They actually have stories about how... Because Joker was killing people around this time, and they'll have characters like the yeah. Riddler... Denny O'Neill and Neil Adams had, had darkened up Batman Yeah, yeah and they'll have hmm. characters like the Riddler who's still campy being like, what's everyone killing people for? Like, what, what, we used to just rob ice cream shops and stuff, and now everyone's killing people. Like, they'll actually <laughs> yeah. they have like stuff like that going on at that time. Because I feel like the Flash is like his his villains are good contrast to like Batman's where it's like that's why I really you, like them. You go yeah. into Batman for like the dark and the greenness and the twisted aspect of it, where it's like these guys are just kind of like Captain Cold just really likes his ice gun and his you know winter coat. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Phil? I liked him. I, I liked how he was such an asshole. Uh, <laughs> yes. But I I was like he, like again, you've heard me say it a million times. I'm like I'm very glad. He he died like yeah <laughs> but don't you think that there's something interesting about like when because you've said that so many times this is the first time 
they've actually done it. Yeah, I'm like, th- th- that's why I was shocked that two people were questioning it. I'm like, this is obviously a good thing. Like, I can't imagine <laughs> someone being like, ah, oh, super fast guy killing people gets killed. Oh, we have. To, I, I was like, I, I could see, I could see how like momentous it is and how big it is. That because for me, I was looking at like, yeah, it makes sense. You know, he he was about to kill your wife. He killed your previous wife. He's about to kill your future wife right now. <laughs> of course, you'd stop him by killing him. But then it's like. You think about it, like, in context of everything, yeah, where it's like, superheroes yeah. don't kill. And I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, I guess. Even, like, 20 years later, I remember people got butthurt that uh, they, uh, Wonder Woman killed Max Lord. It's like... I, which yeah. I also oh, thought yes. was, like... I was like, God. This, 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 that's one thing. Like, people in DC Universe still act like it's a Silver Age. Like, oh, I... Batman should never kill. It's cool to see the original, like... The, the, I can't believe this person killed this other person. It sucks yeah. that it had to be done when, to, like, they obviously did it to a character that was going to retire, that they were going to cut his run, so it's like, why not, mm-hmm. like, make it more interesting? Yeah. But it, it's, like, uh, it's neat seeing it, like, the first cool. time it, 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 it happened. It is weird because Barry goes on to become, like, a legend. It's funny, it's funny that he, like, he's a convicted criminal, technically. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, do you guys have any final thoughts? I would not read more of this. <laughs> okay. Well, final. it's basically over, so that's fine. <laughs> so, yeah. And next episode is going to be a Mark Wade episode, Daryl. Ooh. All right. Yeah. Now I'm on board. Yeah. So, yeah. Next episode, we're going to be doing weekly, uh, weekly Flash episodes for the month, which is very exciting for me. We're going to be covering Mark Wade's Return of Barry Allen next episode. Yeah. I have no idea where it goes me. from here, what it's going to be like. Yeah, I'm very. I assume Professor Zoom is going to come back and be an asshole more. I don't know if we'll get more depth from him or not. So we will find out next week. But I do just want to briefly mention that if you're in the Flying Machine Facebook group, you will have seen the announcement that the network is coming to a close. And you know, I would just go there if you want to read more about it, or if you know you have any questions or anything, you could join our Facebook group or our Discord, and I'll gladly talk to anybody about it. And the Patreon will still be active for the month, but if so, if you have anything you want to download real quick, but I think we are going to throw some stuff on the feed, right, Sly? Yes. Do we want to do that? We're going to do that later, or we're going to do it now? Yeah. No, we're going to do it later on, but, uh, you know, so don't rush. Don't You don't have to rush to download <laughs> everything. If, uh, you know, if you're a patron, that stuff will be available, you know, on this feed Eventually. And for all you non-patrons that never supported us, only by listening, not throwing us money, you're going to get all these cool episodes that we did of, like, really goofy comics and Heroes in Crisis. Even though was, you don't yes. deserve it, because you never support <laughs> yeah. But I do, I am immensely uh, grateful for the people that did support the network and the Patreon over the last couple of years, because we were able to do some really cool stuff with that. We ran some ads that some people listening by now might be the reason why they found us and we were able to you know pay for the hosting and everything and that's that's like super cool because it's a lot nicer to do creative projects when they're not costing you money (laughs) yes yeah so yeah i am am super grateful for that and it also makes it a little easier when and more justified when when we have more ambitious things like when we did 52 or when we went weekly for this or like all the bleach stuff that like it shows that people like kind of give a shit a little and that's that's really cool and lets us feel like it's worth it to push some more ambitious projects Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. So thank you so much for listening to Divisive Issues. I've been pissing on the Reverse Flash's grave. I've been zapping people at a masquerade party. I've been salivating outside Ryan's window. And I've been the Flash's wife from the future in a fat man's body trying to acquit him on manslaughter charges. Stay in continuity. Continuity.
I give you 